And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and we're your hosts, Nate and Tony. Hello. Uh, we're so stoked. We got the Provo kid on. Uh, welcome, brother. This is the first time you've been on the show, so do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and where they can find you? Uh, absolutely. Uh, first, thank you for uh, having me here. Uh, my real name, call me Chance. Um, I'm from Provo, Utah. I have a podcast called the Provo Kid Podcast. It's a solo stream consciousness podcast, so I essentially talk to myself out loud for an hour. Um, and then besides when I do that, I have guests, uh, typically local guests from Utah, and just have a conversation. Um, you can find that uh, Log Cabin Librarian is my website, or Chance Blakelock, which is my first and last name. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's it, I guess. Uh, kind of just a normal guy uh, from Provo, Utah. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, welcome. And we got a, our first comment. Kyle says, woohoo. Thank you, Kyle. Awesome. <laughs> We're excited too. <laughs> got a live audience. This is cool. <laughs> well, man. Uh, so you've been talking about weather modification you were talking about, and you were telling me about some fucking rockets that they're shooting into space. You want to elaborate a little bit on that? Or not into space, I guess. I don't think we can get into space, but up into the fucking sky, I guess. Yeah, the space above us, right? Um, so yeah, I was recently came to my attention of this uh, weather modification weapon, I would call it, that the government has at their disposal. It's called an anti-hail system or anti-hail rocket system. So if you can imagine basically a ground-based uh, missile system that's obviously aimed towards the sky and it shoots rockets that explode and what they explode is silver iodide and I'm sure a number of other chemicals. And those chemicals are designed to create a thunderstorm. And so this is all public information. It's easy to find. It's cool to even go to the uh, companies that make this technology and hear them uh, kind of brag about it, about how they can change the weather. Um, so I just kind of got interested in that because uh, I, hear, I heard about uh, Lake Mead and Nevada and the, the drought they're going through. And was surprised they weren't using cloud seeding technology. And in fact, they, I was wrong. They recently started to use it and lo and behold, now they got flooding in Las Vegas. So um, kind of connecting the dots there for me. Um, and I don't know if they're using these rocket systems, but they are definitely spraying. Uh, they have a bunch of different weather modification weapons they have at their disposal. So I don't know exactly what they're doing in Nevada, but it could be a missile system. They could just be spraying uh, with planes. but I'm, And in short, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, for the audience, chemtrails. Um, legally, they're called cloud seeding or cloud seeds. Yeah. What's the other one? Um, Astralized something, astral injection, injection, something like that. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's got to be complicated yeah. for them because they got to fill up those uh, legal books, I guess, right? Because yeah. they want to make you sound crazy when you talk about fucking, uh, what do you call it? God damn it. When you just said it. <laughs> they want to make you sound crazy when you're talking about fucking uh, chemtrails. And yeah. the whole time they have been doing it and you're just a fucking asshole. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, yeah. I've heard it's like fun, stratosphere or aerosol injections or. Mm -hmm. Stratospheric yeah. astralized aerosol injections. Like that. Yeah. yeah. They're absolutely real. And in Utah, we I see them all the time. These big old fat lines in the sky and like, there they are creating thunderstorms so yeah buddy it's fucking terrible and I, you know i mean they, they do i mean all i know is that we need to trust our experts and if they want to vaccinate this guy with their fucking silver rockets i think we should trust them 
Yeah. And because uh, it's doing so great out here. It's yeah. <laughs> I don't know about trusting them, but at least I want to start blaming them for changing the weather. Because what happens is they make these floods, right? They they create these incidents, and then they blame climate change rather than themselves for changing the climate. So the heart I, machine, buddy, the heart machine is real. It is, yeah. A lot of people think the climate is changing and it's our fault rather than understanding that it is never... it's their fault <laughs> yeah, it is it's man-made it man -made is, climate yeah. change they're fucking putting their dick rockets in the sky and fucking us in the ass absolutely so maybe we should stop that as the first step towards stopping climate change i don't know yeah, yeah man it's it's fucking fascinating because like i you know i've been hearing from like several different folks and people that are experts you know and Nobody 100% agrees with any of it, like exactly what their plan is or what the fuck is actually coming. And so, like, there's this, there's these ideas that, like, there's an actual natural change that's coming and that we don't really have, like, there's these sun cycles and we don't really have a choice. Like, there is going to be, like, because I know that our North Pole is shifting hard. It's going, like, straight to fucking Siberia. It's going, like, 40 miles a day or something. Our fucking North Pole is moving. And supposedly, according to some people, once it hits a certain spot, our entire fucking magnetic um whatever is gonna fucking flip on it on a dime and it might really fuck us yeah. and so like i almost think that these elites are like in a weird way trying to get ready for it and i don't think that they necessarily have our best interests in mind but i think they're doing something you know what i mean it's certainly and they just don't want to fucking tell us about it because we'll freak the fuck out yeah or we might stop them or yeah might, something we might go to their bunkers first well, yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm wondering if they're afraid that there's not going to be enough food. And and it's so weird to me, though, that they're like simultaneously. So if we are going to go through like a little mini ice age or something, they're not letting us get prepared. They're like they're like simultaneously like fucking us in the ass as far as like like, oh, God, man, my brain is not working today. Um, what is that called? What is that called? Um, people growing food. What the fuck is that called? Farming. But there's a word there's a word that I'm looking for that's not coming to my head. It's fine. <laughs> No, not necessarily, but just like, um, anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll just, I just get to keep going. I talk too fast. So, <laughs> but uh, basically they're just fucking us, dude. And it's like, because like, look at Bill Gates. He owns like the majority of the farming, uh, like farmland in this country. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to take our houses. They're trying to put like clamp down on how much like our cows can fart. And so, you yeah. know, they're trying to do those environmental regulations. They're trying to say that chickens all have bird flu. So we're going to have to call all the chickens. And it's yeah. just fucking weird, man. So maybe like if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, they think that this is not going to be um, it's not going to be sustainable in this like cold climate. And so they think that we're wasting our time on it. And that's why they're trying to grow bugs in those mega fucking bug factory that they just opened up in Canada, like yeah. the biggest fucking cricket factory in the world. And they're thinking like, maybe this is the only way that we're going to have enough protein to feed everybody. And they're trying to get us to get on crickets and like get used to it. But that's me giving them way too much fucking credit. They actually give a fuck about us and want us to live. So I don't know. <laughs> well, when I give them credit, it's I think that they see themselves as some kind of like superior position than we do. So they're the heroes of their story, no matter what. Agriculture. So like, that was the word I was looking for. That couldn't come to my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they want to be these heroes and they don't see us having any agency like that. They're there to save us. So it'd be like the equivalent of like your plane that you're on has a little bit of turbulence. You rush into the cockpit and going, don't worry, I'm landing this, but you're really good at persuasion and you can persuade the pilot that you would make a better, you make better decisions in the air than he would. 
and you just proceed to crash the plane because you have no idea what to do. And I feel like that's kind of what we're going on right now. Uh, certainly. It seems like nobody's at the wheel. Um, but they are doing some things like the fear cycle seems pretty pretty concentrated. There, there hasn't been a gap in the fear propaganda, even a week. When there was a day in the gap of fear propaganda, what was it, murder hornets, right, for one day? But they're, they're always pumping this fear into us to control us and to create this narrative of, like, uh, I don't know, doomsday is coming. And I would like to think that, in fact, maybe there's a time period of abundance coming, um, and they don't want to hide that. And, in fact, they want us to believe, like, kind of think the world's ending rather than the fact the world's becoming more abundant. And so they'll limit everything, and they limit our potential for nourishment, our potential for growth. And they, they're kind of dumbing us down to keep us more in control. And I don't know if any resources are really becoming more limited. You know what I mean? Or if cows and protein are really a problem and their farts. I'm not too sure. But I think there's a real incentive at creating a docile, weak uh, population. And feeding them bugs is, I think, one of the best ways to do it. And Especially the bugs they're going to feed us, dude. We're not going to get any juicy, like, free-range grasshoppers that got all that sexy fat in their ass and stuff. We're going to get some, like, like GMO corn and fucking soy-fed disgusting grasshoppers. and Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be bullshit, dude. They'll be, like, uh, just like our, our pig farms, right? These probably bugs will never see the light of day. They'll be grown in these hideous factories where there's just dead bugs all over the floor. So I can't imagine that the future where we eat bugs is too positive. And even the, I don't. Did you see the uh, the photo? Dolly is the AI art robot. Did you see the photo of the uh, last selfies ever taken on Earth? His prediction for those. Uh, no, dude. Tell me about it. So the the Dolly is, if you're not aware of Dolly, it's D A L L hyphen E. It's an artificial intelligence. Uh, that creates art and um, it's was prompted with the prompt like what's the last selfie of uh, ever taken on earth look like and it's basically apocalyptic um, it doesn't look good <laughs> so well yeah I don't know man I like I think these people think they know too much or maybe they actually do know I don't know what the fuck is going to happen but I do know that every time they they look through what's that project looking glass every time these psychos look through that thing they lose every fucking scenario mm -hmm. so that gives me some hope I'm pretty stoked about that um, I'm pretty stoked that humans dude we're pretty fucking like we evolved dude. like not in like the way that they not like Darwin, but we're adaptable as fuck. Like yeah. we're going to live. We're going to be fine. We're going to keep fucking. We're going to keep making babies. They keep trying to stop us. But you know what? Hey, you know what? The Mormons, they know what the fuck they're doing with that. You guys are making yeah. babies like crazy. It's slowed down, believe it or not. There's not as many people having as many kids. Uh, when I was growing up, I was in a daycare. How are you going to populate your own fucking God planet? You get you need to start making babies like crazy, Provo kid. They're trying out here, uh, but for example, like the family that I went to a daycare with, the, the family had eight children, or it was probably 10, eight, nine, 10, and uh, that's a lot, or kind of a lot, so families I know with 16 yeah. children, Hell and yeah. now most most of my cohort, my generation at most have two or three kids, so... 
that's still above reproduction rates. That's still pretty good, man. It, it see, yeah. it's so funny that like these fucking blue-haired psycho fucking feminist freaks, progressive asshole leftists are like not having kids and the ones that they do have they're neutering right now. They're like, "Oh, actually Johnny, you're Jane." And so they yeah. hack off their pee-pee and they do all this. You know what? And they're fucking going to extinct themselves and I, you know, it's fucking tragic for the kids because they have no fucking choice, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. This is social Darwinism. Bye. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's the religious right. Like, and the Jews and the Catholics and the Christians there and the Muslims, like they're having fucking kids and that's a good thing. And so that's true. The Amish. we need to have as many kids as we have. Yeah. The Amish. Yeah. The Peters, man, Musk. we're, we're, we reproduce, man. We're fucking rabbits. They are. And Elon Musk is really setting a good example for those in, in the autistic community because he's came out and he said, shout out to my autistic community. Yeah, we love yeah, you. I, I did consider myself autistic. <laughs> Same here, buddy. Dude, so we're weaponizing that autism. That's the truth movement. We're weaponizing autism for sure. But, but you wouldn't believe that Elon Musk has nine kids. Ten, I think. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He, what? I don't Teddy even think he's kids? having. I don't even think he's having these fucking kids. I mean, he said, "Well, some of them." Like, I don't think him and Grimes or whatever. I don't think they actually had those. Those are test tube there's babies. Surrogates. Yeah, but there's well, still his DNA, right? Yeah, there's still his DNA. Yeah, they're weirdo That's fucking ten kids. Think about that. That's a lot <laughs> for Elon Musk. And you look at that guy. Like that guy had ten kids. Maybe I should have more. <laughs> You know what never you know what ever ever fucking talks about and they should talk about it more was like the weird shit that oh god damn it why is my brain not working Jeffrey Epstein was trying to do in fucking New Mexico oh, with his yeah. like he was trying to repopulate earth with his genetics like there was something about he's him got, he's got a lot of kids running around for dude, sure dude that's what i was thinking i was like nobody's talking about this how many fucking embryos are like you know what I mean? Like, did the government take those? Like, and what about them? Did he modify them? Are they super kids? Do they, are they fucking geniuses? Like, is there a whole shit ton of little Epstein somewhere? I've been on this. This, Yeah, that's a great thing. You lead me in. You asked this question really. What have I, what have I been looking in towards lately? And just the general belief that cloning and is so more advanced than we would like to believe. That uh, they're actually conditioning us with superhero movies to bring in the new superheroes that they're going to quote unquote save the world. Cause people will think they it's a box. fucked up on this last Biden clone though, dude. He's like, oh, they God. really screwed that one up. But that's not this. him dog. If you look at his photos when he was younger, that's not fucking him. Do you oh. see the videos? Like the whole, it's not him. You're it's right not fucking that. him. I don't believe that that's the same person. Oh, no certainly you're right. it's not, it's not him, but I do think the government has the ability. They know where Abraham Lincoln is buried. They know where George Washington is buried. I think they've dug up some of these people, used CRISPR technology, created clones of these individuals, right? And then, Interesting. And then what they're going to do is use Elon Musk chip and create the first cyborg. This is my who the Antichrist is, in my opinion. We're bringing the back the fucking the founding fathers. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fucking George Washington with a goddamn computer chip in his brain. And he'll be like talking like He'll sway America. Maybe they'll choose Abraham Lincoln. They will choose. Maybe they'll choose JFK. I don't know who they're going to pick. They're going to bring someone back from the dead, and they're going to Lincoln. I think is loved enough by both Republicans and Democrats. He would be like a fucking yeah. He would be like a character that could be unifying. Mm -hmm. He's one ugly Frankenstein looking motherfucker, but but they they fixed him because they use CRISPR. He's handsome now. What would that be like to be dead? For a hundred years and coming back to this technology, right? Like, 
I, well, I don't, I don't think that I don't think that they have the same consciousness. Like, I think that it's a brand new fucking yeah. Because I mean, I think that probably now I think that you can upload your consciousness, but like back then they couldn't. Uh, so they're just bringing back his body. But you know what's fascinating is those motherfuckers were smart. Like, we don't fucking really think about this, but like how accomplished like our founding fathers were by like we look at them like they're old men and you see these pictures of them with their like gray heads. But I mean, they were just wigs cause they lost all their hair from syphilis from fucking prostitutes and shit. But uh, like, dude, they were like 20, they're yeah. like 25 and it they were like, Latin and Greek. yeah, it was fucking wild, dude. They were young dudes. Mm-hmm. Very. I mean, self-taught, self-educated perhaps, or had good. Ben Franklin was the oldest one. And I think he was like 30. Yeah. Had a lot of dead bodies in his house for some reason too. Yeah, he's a weirdo, dude. He's French. He's a Freemason. He was definitely fucking and eating kids. Like, I love how people hand it off. Like, he was just doing science. I'm like, you find a couple of dead bodies in anybody's house, and people like just science, people, dude. It's just science. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, sure, dude. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Well, dude, um, I mean, I think about this sometimes, dude, because like, you know, the whole Roe v. Wade kind of shit and like the whole abortion stuff. But like there are codifying things into law. And I think that that, that this whole like uh, rolling back Roe v. Wade is just because, I mean, you know, there's some podunk places that are just not going to want abortion. And that's fine. And, you know, I'm fucking I'm you know, I'm pro-life myself. That's fine. But like as far as like like our shitty state, like Oregon, where I'm where I'm living at, it's like it's codified in our like state fucking constitution. Like there is protective fucking like abortion rights like in the in our state constitution. And I think that they're just going to like double down and they're gonna make like more crazy fucking laws. Like 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 the the progressive areas like New York, California, and there's like basically like someone was trying to explain this to me, and uh, I, I know I'm not covering new ground here. People have talked about this before, but it's like, let's say you're nine and a half months fucking pregnant, dude. You're like ready to pop. You go into one of these abortion clinics and you say, "All right, take this thing out of me, kill it," and yeah. they go, "Okay," and like at that point, like they kind of have to like birth it out first, and so there's yeah, lots so- of them that like come out alive. Yeah. Right. And this this little motherfucker is like sitting there and he's like alive. He's a human. He was a human before. Like I'm, I'm pro life. But it's now like he's like now he's out. He's breathing. Yeah. He's fucking like using his lungs. He's using his eyes. The umbilical cord is cut. And they, you know how like what's his name? Uh, Ralph Northam was like talking about. Yeah, we'll just keep him comfortable. We'll take him to the back room and then we'll let him die. Right. Yeah. But. What if they don't let him die? Like he's already considered dead. He's considered dead on arrival. As soon as you sign those papers and you say, all right, yeah. checked out, baby's gone. Those motherfuckers, then that is a life that they can do whatever they want with. The, basically this, like this thing is dead. It has no records. It has no like birth certificate has nothing. And now it is just considered dead and it's property of the state. Could be what are they doing with them? Dude? Could assassin. be raised to be a trained assassin. Could be raised as like somebody to suck off Joe Biden, and like you know yeah. what I mean. They they could le- legally have adrenochrome. They could just like say, it's a dead body. I like, can I'm doing science. <laughs> Put a straw in its fucking jugular and suck it out. Like Jesus you know, Christ. I mean, it's fucking wild, dog. Like I don't know. Like yeah. use it like a Capri Sun or use it like a fucking yeah, like a flashlight or something terrible. Like who knows what these sick fucks are gonna do with it? Like I think there's gonna be a ton of fucking babies that they're just gonna keep and do do what with. Yeah, that's. I think you're right over the the target right there. I think the reality is uh, where there's a door open to do a bad thing, people are gonna do a bad thing. And uh, that's kind of the reason I think most people are concerned is like if you give people the option or even the possibility to do something evil like you're suggesting, maybe there's someone who will take that uh, 
that path and be evil. And I think it's certainly possible. Um, and it's it's quite frightening. And my thoughts on the whole Roe v. Wade thing recently is and just regards of this idea of uh, personal ownership, because it's funny how the the news cycled the my body, my choice thing uh, twice in a two years time span. So we had the my body, my choice with the vaccines, my body, my choice with the abortion. And both parties fail to recognize that the government still makes education compulsory at the age of six. So your body at the age of six is owned by the government until you graduate. And even if you graduate right now at the age of 18, if the government decided to implement a draft, right, your body's the government's. So I think there's some things we need to look back and say like, well, yeah, you know, I think you think you own your body. right? You think you own some of these things, but the government's already mandated that uh, you do certain things with it. There's a reason why they want you to get a fucking like. Why on earth would a brand new infant need a social security number? What for? He doesn't have a fucking job. He's not saving any money for for social security, which is a goddamn joke, anyways. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's complete bullshit. It's because it's the, like they they basically this like as much as like you know the sovereign citizens are right as far as like this country is a fucking corporation, and you are just their fucking tax cattle. They literally yeah. own you. You are property of the state. Yeah. And to be outside of that system, you have to be like really fucking creative, I think. You know what I mean? Because you have to be, no matter what, you can't. I mean, I guess you can move outside of America. That's one way to escape it. But I think you can live with Then you're the property of just someone else's state. Like, yeah. (laughs) It's true. It's unavoidable. But there's ways to like circumvent the fact that school's compulsory, right? You can uh, homeschool. Well, we homeschool. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, right? And then uh, you can, if you can't homeschool, maybe it's private school. Maybe you can't do both. And that's where we look into how free are you? If you don't have the option to do those two things. People are lazy. Um, Guess what? You can. Now, here's the thing. So there's options is what I'm telling people. For the most sure. part, like if you're in an area that's like populated enough, like you don't want to be in a city right now. But like even in a rural town, there's people that want to do this, these sort of things. There's homeschooling co-ops. So get to know your fucking neighbors. Get to know your community around you. And then like. My neighbor, his wife doesn't work or something, and she's going to teach them English this day or whatever. Then the other neighbor down the road, that wife is going to teach him like math this day. Then, then hey, I, I can take the kids this week or whatever this day. I'm going to teach them like let's build a fire in the backyard. Let's learn some practical skills. Let's like let's kill a chicken. I'm going to show you how to pluck it. We're going to, you know what I mean? Like there's definitely options, you, and you all the bullshit. Yeah, man. I mean, and the shit that like people don't like, you don't need to learn their fucking core curriculum. Like your child is not going to be stupid because he didn't go to fucking public school. In fact, your kid's going to be a lot fucking brighter. It'll work for them. You understand that because sometimes people, when they think about homeschooling, um, that it's an isolated event. Um, and it can be for some individuals, of course, but what you're referring to and what you're speaking to is, is typically the, the ideal model of homeschooling, I would say, where it's a community. It's still uh, a community structured system where you're right. You do have different experts in your community and you collaborate. And that's how you get the best resources out of uh, your community. Assignment. Like who's who's the good, uh, who's great at science, who's great at math. And, you know, that's a good thing about the Internet now. You can find these families and you can find groups to, uh, I guess, build a structured educational community for your children. Well, it also oh. built up your community too, because if the government yeah, then you know your community. Sponsors, 
Well, well, also though, if governments are doing all these jobs, then people don't get a reason to know each other. Like, what do you do? Just hang out at a bar and drink together? Like, you know, there's no actual reason to know your neighbors if you don't have a reason to know your neighbors. Certainly. Other than just be social. But if they, you're like, hey, like, you know how to do this thing and I want you to teach, then it starts to like, you know, you start to form bonds, form connections. Certainly. Yeah. It's it's important to have that social currency and this uh, this because we are I think whether people like it or not uh, humans are, are geared or I guess designed for communal interactions and yeah we're uh, social creatures man absolutely. we need each other we absolutely need each other and to me that I like the most impersonal thing you can do is put your kid in a fucking public school where he's going to be one of thirty other kids inside of a fucking weird little classroom with all the desks lined up in a fucking row and they have to sit there and hold their hand up to go pee they have one teacher and maybe that teacher talks to them twice throughout the day because you know this little noisy piece of shit that's a bastard I mean that's probably my kid you know he's he's the fucking one that's not going to sit in his desk you know what I mean and their their focus is going to be on this one and they're going to be trying to like talk the parents into giving them a bunch of meds they're like hey there's something wrong with your kid he won't shut the fuck up he won't sit here and he won't sit down still for like fucking eight hours a day while i try to teach him about like if henry jerks off 12 horses and you know what i mean like like why doesn't my kid want to sit in a fucking desk and listen to you all day maybe because you're a gross weird bitch and then you're always going to teach him how to do blowjobs and shit like we fucking find out like maybe that's the most interesting part of the day when you know i don't know you're right about that, though. Uh, the school system is uh, terribly designed. I, I got a master's degree, actually, in teaching. And part of my in my educational experience, I witnessed some families. Uh, my specialty was special education. So uh, I witnessed some families who were, I hate to say this, but disappointed to find out their kid wasn't disabled. Right. And it's a weird thing to find that out. Like, oh, wait, you wanted your kid to be uh quote unquote disabled or have these problems so then you could therefore get these i guess they called it some benefits. sweet benefits hell and yeah some of them are like i guess your kids therefore opens the path to prescription drugs and like things like that and the things i witnessed like teachers or not teachers rather but like just systems condoning the fact that yeah you could be a kindergarten or, or rather a first grader and like suffer depression and therefore be uh, prescribed antipsychotics. Like what the fuck? Or like Adderall and like they're just medicating these kids. And the worst part about this system that I experienced was the whole thing is inclusive, right? We like you for who you are, but Johnny, because you're a little excited. Okay. Hey, Johnny, you got to take this pill because unless you change into something else, we actually don't like who you really are. And so it's such a, fake lie that uh you know they unless you want to be a transgender and then we're going to shower you with affection and attention and all of a sudden you're a good kid johnny you know there's just some some things about you yeah jenny and yeah and then that's what's happening to all these fucking kids dude it's like for the first time they're getting fucking attention and accolades from their teacher and their little stupid community around them they'll put a little rainbow badge on their shoulder and be like yes you're one of the good ones now well, it wasn't too long ago that they would hit kids. Like, if you talk to someone who went to school in the 60s, they got hit by teachers. So they had to use violence to make this system work. Now we're using medication to make this system work. At what yeah. point did we just go, like, hey, like, maybe this is a shit system? Oh, it is shit. Absolutely. It was but designed like, to create wage slaves. Well, yeah, but it's like, obviously, it's not working for kids. Kids can't function within the system without threats of violence. 
or medication. So I was like, okay, like, uh, can we do anything else? Anything else? Yeah, we should well, do something. That, that's the biggest thing, man, too, is like, this is a, I mean, this is a callback to like before we were talking. Uh, so shout out to Charlie Robinson. We were talking to him yesterday and we were talking about uh, what's his name? Henry Kissinger and him talking about how they want to get women in the workforce. Right. And so Ooh. like and th this was also during what's her name? Gloria Steinemann. Wasn't that her that was doing that? The, the, the self-proclaimed feminist that like got all the ladies. Maybe I'm thinking about somebody else anyways. But but part of that was them wanting women in the workforce sure for like tax reasons right like so now we have a whole new tax base but also it's because now there's no mom in the home mm -hmm. and so guess what like you can't homeschool you yeah. need this two incomes because we're ruining the economy so you mm -hmm. both need to work now don't worry papa state gots it we'll take yeah. your kids we'll raise your kids and that's, that's a big fucking factor dude certainly certainly yes yes i, I love that it's a great point uh, when that happened. And when women, I love the women should have always been included in the workforce, but in, in some way, there's been a huge psychological operation to distort the perception of the past. I think like, well, there's the nothing of, more feminist than there's nothing more like beautiful for women than making them to be tax cattle too. You know what I mean? There's nothing more than you have to work a nine to fucking five. You have to work your fucking ass off. You don't get to see your kids. And that's the other thing, too. If there's not women in the home, they're not having as many kids. That's another yeah. aspect. That was the connection with uh, with Henry Kissinger, too. That was actually in his fucking in that fucking whatever. Uh, Henry Kissinger's uh, anyways, that pamphlet that he wrote. It was basically, too. He's like, if women are in the workforce, they're not going to have as many kids. And yeah. so, therefore, we're going to have a smaller population. And this is this attack on humanity. This is this attack on the population. And an increase in the wage slave population. You double the workforce, then you have to pay. Because, well, if you don't want to work, I got Jane, John, Jenny, and Jake over here. I can, I have, I, there's so many more bodies to fill up the spaces. Where if, you know, before there was, you know, a smaller workforce because it was primarily one demographic, uh, which was male, right? Uh, but as you double the workforce, then they can almost get anybody to do the fucking job. So that also started, too, and they started, like, telling women, yay, get in there, work in the fucking factories. Because, like, we basically killed off all the dudes in World War One and World War Two. And, like, yeah. the dudes that, yeah, and the dudes that came back were all fucked up. Yeah, it's sad, man. Like, my grandpa rules. was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's terrible what's, what's occurred. And I think there's been a, a long con over every American and the pop propaganda is just great. And American propaganda is the best. So it's nuts where people will, and the, it starts at school. Like when you pledge your allegiance to the fucking country, that does a lot to your kid and my kid's psyche. And when I was, I grew up in, uh, I experienced nine 11. So that day it was all American flags. It was all patriotism. It was all like, Hey, we got to gather, gather the troops as a fifth grader. Hey, writing these cards to these firefighters and these policemen. And then my teacher, <laughs> shit out. well, you know what I mean? Like, what, you, how old are you Provo kid? 31. Okay. You were on my, I'm 33. So yeah. Yeah. I remember a lot of that shit. They weren't making us write letters to police and cops though. Fuck man. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, uh, propaganda runs deep, though, and it's hard to disconnect from that and realize that the, the government really does just look at you like cattle, every single one of us. Even if you're a millionaire, I hate to break it to you, like people at the top, like Jeff Bezos is still a wage slave. I'm sorry, everybody. 
Well, yeah, and he's part of the hierarchy too, but he's one of the lower on the totem pole. And then his job is to create more wage slavery. Like he's doing yeah. his fucking his, his part. Like the, what scares them is we've actually reached a point to where they could actually. I I've worked in a factory at Kettle Chips, and uh, I witnessed several forms of automation while I was working there. But I, I I do believe we're to the point where. I don't know if we necessarily need all these wage slave jobs and the system understands that these corporations know that and they don't know what to do with all this excess population without the jobs because what are they going to do when they really can't automate every fucking thing and let me tell you this we're there we're to the point to where if they wanted to take away most of all of our jobs they could they just don't know how to bring this technology in and then make everybody like what do we do with all this free time you know what i mean well yeah, I think that like well, I think it does take a lot of money to automate a factory. So like that, I think there's a part of it that just it takes a while. Then no one wants to necessarily do the upfront investments, or, or that is a factor. But I also think that jobs are a form of social control. You know mm -hmm. that if you keep someone busy forty hours a week, you don't have to watch them do it. There's, they can't get in that much trouble. Like there's different tiers of prison, right? Like there's yes. not and then you have something to take away from them too. You have something to threaten them with, like you, because they absolutely like at some point, like like you're saying, uh, Provo kid. There's going to be enough technology where there's going to be an actual like lack of what's, what's uh, there's going to be a lack of scarcity. Like there's going to be enough like automation that like we'll be able to produce the things that we need. But we're they there. absolutely need to fucking keep us controlled. And so like if for any like Tony, like what you're saying, it's like this person. I know where he's at forty hours a week. Mm -hmm. he's not he's not going to the bar he's not rabble rousing he's not like talking Protesting. to the guys and going like hey what the fuck is going on did you hear what that just that motherfucker just said like we need to get together let's go let's on the weekend let's get a bunch of ammo let's start fucking practicing let's start fucking yeah let's get proficient but you know let's take these apart let's clean our guns let's put them back together let's get fucking ready because fuck this they think they're come over here and take my gun fuck you you know what i mean like and that's what you absolutely so need. But if you keep them so like fucking tired and bored and you keep them like you put enough fluoride in their water and you keep enough like assholes got talent on TV and then there's enough Pornhub and Krispy Kreme, you can like oh, yeah. you can make them like fat and lazy and stupid and just entertained by the footballs on, on the on the fucking television. And like you're going to make them weak and stupid and docile. And that's yeah. what, that's their fucking plan because they know they're pushing us right now. They know what they're doing is pissing us off. And they know that we have righteous fucking anger. Like some of this is complete fucking bullshit. Absolutely. I love what you put, how you put that. It is righteous for sure. But it doesn't even have to be that extreme though. It doesn't even have to be like they're trying to keep you from rising up in the military faction. We could just be like, hey, we don't want you working on the side contribute to your community building up your social structure because all of that shit like they become way less necessary i feel like that's the real threat like if you try to fight them in so, some kind of confrontation like dude with all that them. ai yeah at some point you're like hey why do we need a fucking government why do we need these go. people to tell us how to do this you know there yeah 100 percent, tony you're 100 percent right yeah because they they don't want us to realize that they are fucking parasites mm-hmm and yeah, exactly. And there's this whole the reason there's this drama in Europe, there's this drama always brewed up is because as soon as we realize like, oh, you're kind of useless federal government, you're only really needed for a small set of things. Right. And those small set of things are, are, is like war. And it's something that we could figure <laughs> out. On our own. 
Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so the federal government's utility is limited to emergencies. So if you haven't noticed, the Biden administration is fucking panicking right now, looking for a goddamn emergency because that's how the federal government keeps power and expands power. So he's biting at the chomp right now to declare climate change an emergency or anything a fucking emergency because all the emergency powers from COVID are drying their ass up right now. So sometimes I wonder, man, just how much they're flailing, because I do agree with you that it appears that they are fucking flailing right now. They're like trying to push Russia like, is Russia scary? Holy shit. They're invading a country that is right next to them that has nothing to do with us, uh, that we do on money and and been fucking all their kids. Uh, Isn't that weird? Like we should we should go and like send them billions of dollars. Right. Even though that we're broke, we should do that. Right. You know, and and he. Yeah. Like you said, there's there's all these fucking emergencies. But like, I don't necessarily. Do you think that our president is even in charge? Like, I don't, I don't know if like we've ever even had a president in charge. Like, well, maybe yeah. since like, like for decades and decades. Maybe we used to have like Teddy Roosevelt was definitely in charge. But like, there's some folks that like I don't, I don't even know, dude. I, I don't even I know. That's a good question because you're speaking to the executive branch of government, right? So that's typically identified as the president. But I'm just more referring to the federal branch of government as a whole relies in and of itself, whether it's the president or not, on emergencies. So it could be, you know, yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter if it's Joe Biden or not, because as soon as it's an emergency, then FEMA is jumping in. So where I'm seeing in. it, dude, is like, okay, like definitely the weather stuff. Like you said, mm-hmm. so they're pushing the weather shit and they're going to create Big. emergencies. Like, like. It's fucking, it's summer right now. It's hotter than fucking balls. And they're like telling people to buy electric cars. But then also Texas is saying like, hey, maybe you shouldn't charge your Tesla uh, because like the weather, I mean, because like the fucking electrical grid can't handle it. Right. So, hey, maybe we're going to have a giant fucking outage and maybe all the old people are going to fucking die because they don't have air conditioning because we're going to take the electricity out. Right. Like some fucking terrible things like that. Like they're going to do some fucking fucked up shit like that. Um, And uh, yeah, man, I I just don't know. Climate change. Go, go for it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, That's definitely. Climate change but it's because then there's no bad guy. It's the boogeyman that you can't stop. It's COVID, right? Like, and it's actually was, it's your fault. It's your fault yeah, because you drive a big truck fault. and yeah. you've been fucking eating meat. I've been telling you not to fucking eat meat anymore. God damn yeah. it! Eat the fucking bugs. Eat the bugs. Eat, eat this the is vegetables. your fault. <laughs> eat the vegetables with glyphosate and all the other chemicals we spray on it. Uh, so it's kind of like they're just really closing all the gaps they can. And I, I'll be honest, the war, the whole war situation, I think we're all going to know, this will be the canary in the coal mine for it, is when they close the uh, the draft loophole. So right now, I'm pretty sure women can't be drafted. Right? I thought they were changing that. I thought they're that they could. They're trying to, right? So yeah. I mean, maybe they can, maybe they couldn't. But as soon as you – because I could change genders. If the government tried – I'm too old <laughs> to be drafted. But – I think they're understanding. With Are you? What's the cutoff? 26. Are we safe? 26? 26? Really? Yeah, 26 years okay. old. Government I mean, your ass until you're 26. They can change that. They can change that, yeah, Ukraine, because they have. Ukraine drafted all the way up to 60, so they don't even yeah. care. Yeah, like if there's no active war, they're going to fucking change. Like there's no reason not to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm fucking, uh, yeah, man, there's. This whole thing where I think if, as soon as they, they close that gap and transgenders are allowed to be drafted, everybody's allowed to be drafted, then boom, watch your ass. There's going to be a war on the horizon. And maybe they do those things post-fact, like we get into the war, they dry up the resources, and then they open the uh, draft policy. But I'm, I'm anticipating uh, changes 
in that. And until they change that, I'm looking towards climate change being more of a threat. Than- you can still be a conscientious objector, I think, but I think you have to jump through some mega loopholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because uh, there's no fucking way you're taking my son to war. You come and try to draft my son, I'll fucking shoot you dead. And yeah. you'll kill me first, I guess, or I'll, I'll take out a couple of you guys when you I'm take him out to pick him up. Yeah, I'm going to a country that I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I don't identify as American at that point. If the government takes my kid, I'll, I'll yeah, go man. anywhere else. I swear to God, uh, I'd move anywhere to save my kid. I like to think that better propaganda, like, is a draft even necessary? We we're talking about this with AI yesterday, and just how they're going to be able to program a whole sh- portion of the population. Yeah, perhaps. But I think the reason there's a huge influx of, you would call them refugees or migrants into Europe, is they they lack that fighting age population. But if you look at Europe now, like they they got enough people to have a good healthy war. Uh, There's no doubt about that. But they needed the they needed a large and this is what happened during the Civil War. In America, you had the Irish refugees coming in and supplying the North with soldiers to send to the South. So when you look at Europe right now, uh, they they bolstered their uh, their youth and their pop their population of fighting men in case a war does break out. It looks like a war might break out. It's still so funny though, because the majority of Europe and the Western world, whatever you want to fucking call it, they they still are like condemning you for having kids. They still don't want you to have too many kids. You're selfish. This is a fucking like climate change is real, and we produce too much carbon, and you're just a piece of shit. You're a selfish asshole for having kids. But there's it's funny because like we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, like there's a couple countries that aren't fucking around with that. Like they realize that like we're gonna be fucked because there's a guy. I can't, I'm bringing up this book again. I think it's called like the end of the world is only the beginning or something, something like ominous like that. And he was basically talking about this. Um, he's talking about a population uh, decline that we are about to hit, be hit with. Like look at China. Like they, they're fucked because they had that one child policy for so long. So that, like the majority of their, their fucking population is like over 60. They're not having fucking kids. There's like all these, all these young men and like none of them. population. Yeah. They're sort of fighting age population, but like there's only dudes, there's no chicks. They're not having babies. They're not getting married. They're just like becoming like tech dorks and they're like jerk off the anime and like watch too much K-pop and shit. It, and it's just like, they have to like, they have to do something. And like the rest of the United, like the rest of the world is actually going to be pretty fucked. Because, yeah. like, basically what this guy was explaining in this book, and he just goes solely off numbers and math. Like, he's not a mm-hmm. fucking conspiracy theorist. He's, like, a respected fucking, like, uh, what do you call those assholes that go to school too Academic? Much? Yeah, he's an academic. and But he's, he's fucking... <laughs> he's a book he's, he's fucking brilliant in the fact that he's, like, look, like, the biggest generation were the boomers. So the, that was, like, the biggest, like, big birthing boom that we had. They, so it's a good name for them, the boomers. So... Holy shit, there's a ton of them. And they took all these like very skilled labor jobs that kept this country going, like kept the infrastructure rolling. And then you had Generation X, you had gen- the millennials, and then you had the Zoomers. And each one of those populations was smaller and smaller and smaller. And they're just like, they're not having kids. We're not having enough kids. And there's not enough like people that are trained to take over those skilled jobs. That's why. AI so like comes- they're saying that our infrastructure is going to imminently fucking crash and fall apart like lie. in the next 10 years i don't know man i'm not sure yeah, you you're right that they are gonna the ai is definitely yeah so maybe that is like their fucking their yeah. wild card they're holding on to an ace because oh, like they don't need us the big lie is that they need us to keep up this infrastructure they don't need us 
They do, I guess in the short term, they still do because like, it's so funny to me because they're simultaneously telling us not to have kids, don't have more kids. And then they're like, oh, well, both parties, the Republicans and Democrats, no matter what they fucking say about immigration, they both want beaners here because they need motherfuckers picking fucking fruit. They need motherfuckers like washing dishes. They need motherfuckers like like manual labor. Yeah. Keeping fucking fences, being whatever, being built, all this shit. And it's so funny. Someone was saying that too. He was like, uh, and then all of a sudden you get Trump and then he was saying like, let's build the wall. And he was actually putting money towards it and he meant it. And yeah. that's why people started freaking the fuck out. They're like, wait a minute. Cause like even the Republicans always say that we need to stop the flow of immigration. And they're like, wait, this guy's fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they fucking attacked him or one of the multitudes of reason they attacked him. Not that I don't think that he's one of these pieces of shit. Cause he is, I just think he's a stupid piece of shit. And he was like, just, you know what I mean? I don't think he, he's just, just a funny piece of shit. Like he was just at uh, the world economic forum. And he, did you see that video of him? Uh, like praising Klaus Schwab. He's oh, sitting yeah, there buddy, buddy with him. And he's like, Klaus is doing tremendous. Klaus is doing such good work. And I'm like, I got, I, Hey, lib uh, like the uh, Trump tards. Are you watching this? Is this your yeah, guy? I got, I got a like, quote for you though. I got a quote for you. That's my own personal quote. Right? So as far in, in regards to this is like, if you, so if you think, uh, you don't turn uh, sinners into saints by hanging out in the choir hall. In other words, if you want to change the world or change people who are bad, you're not going to spend your whole time in the church with choir boys. You got to go out where the snakes are. So I understand why he's in the, in these pits or some people are in the pits where they are. And I, that doesn't mean I fucking trust Donald Trump or think he's a good guy. Every politician, every president's been selected, in my opinion. But I do think there's some good people in these bad crowds because that's how you got to win. I think somebody's trying to fucking I, – I just believe in a hero who embeds themselves in this fucking sick system and turns it on its ass. That's kind of what I hope for, I guess. They'll kill I, I don't him, think man. It's, like, I, I had hope for Ron Paul. I love Ron Paul. Oh, and, you know, that yeah. that whole thing, man. But, goddamn, dude, if for one second Ron Paul had actually gotten in there, they would have fucking killed him. Yeah, they would have. Sure. <laughs> he was the hope. And I, it's funny how uh, the Ron Paul and, like, Hillary Clinton beating Bernie Sanders, right? That was an election fraud. She didn't. Yeah. She didn't beat Bernie Sanders. Like Legal, because uh, they can do whatever the fuck they want in the Democratic Party. But it was dirty as fuck, and it was really like explicit. Everybody could see it. Like, and I think that I think that actually kind of like pink pill, like a little bit of red pill. And, and for those fucking progressives, they were like, "Wait, wait a minute, wait what?" Yeah. Sometimes like, we bring up. Keep going. Oh, I, I, all I was going to say was like, like they wanted fucking Bernie. They wanted fucking change. And that like, sometimes I still think that there's hope for them because they are radicals. Radicals, like they just need to be re-fucking positioned. But unfortunately, man, Donald Trump made everything so fucking political that like anything he did, they had to take the opposite. So even good things, like when he was trying to pull out of Syria, do you remember that? They're like, oh, well, what about the goddamn Kurds? You don't know what a Kurd is. You never heard that word before five minutes ago. Fucking CNN told you about that. And now you're like, ah, the Kurds. Like, no, you're right. You I, guys used to be anti-war. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, no fun. war for oil. No war for oil. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's pull the fucking troops out. Oh, man, you make some great points. And, yeah, the thing about Donald Trump is I think they were the federal government when Biden came into office and was allowed to make as many changes as they did through the executive orders was because 
someone was so radical like Donald Trump that when someone came in after him, everybody was like, go ahead, do whatever the fuck you want. Fix it. We don't care. And they needed someone like Donald Trump in order to make more drastic changes to the government. Um, so I think he, yeah, kind of wasn't and he talked a good game at first. Like he, he sounded pretty okay. He was like talking nine 11 truth and shit. And we were yeah. like, for real, are you oh, being yeah, serious? For real? And then like, then he fucking surrounded himself with like black rock executives and like fucking mm. Zionists, like Neo fucking cons. Out. Yeah. He didn't call Fauci out. He didn't fucking fire him. He just sat there and sucked Israel's dick. Yeah. I do think though that pushing the vaccine, and making it come out faster may, might have created more problems. Like, so he might have, like, sacrificed. 100%. So he might have, like, everyone was like, oh, he pushed the vaccine. He's like, totally Dude, he's bragging like, about it. He's like, he, it should have taken 15 years. We got it done in two months yeah. or some shit. And he's he, like, Operation Warp Speed. And he's patting himself on the back. And I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. Fuck yeah, you, Donald Trump. It, but it's a good thing, though, because all that rush created a faulty product, obviously, right? It was going to be faulty from the fucking beginning, dude. I don't think that was an certainly. accident. Yeah, yeah. certainly. But um, it because it looks rushed, it's even worse. <laughs> I don't know, though. Like, it seems like the people who were going to take it took it. and the people. But it also gives them plausibility, though. They can be like, this was the worst fucking pandemic of our lifetimes. We had to get it out fast. I'm yeah. sorry. You know what I mean? Because, like, if this had taken, like, let's say five fucking years, then they would have had to go through all the clinical trials, and then they come out with this piece of shit, and then, like, fucking 20-year-olds are dying from heart attacks, and then they'd be like, hey, you should have fucking known this, you know? And yeah. But the same people, they'll never fucking listen. They've never learned shit because it's like – they'll still – like, I, I have, like, three people that I know uh, that are way too young to have fucking died, and, mm -hmm. like, recently – Fucking blood clots, heart attack, dead. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? The one that like is still crazy. Like one of them was overweight. You can you can fucking blame it on that, I guess. Someone like people will say that because I'll bring it up. And they're like, "Well, she was kind of fat." I was like, "Yeah, she was kind of fat, I guess." But like, she was still she was still like forty. She shouldn't have fucking died from a goddamn heart attack. Like, there's no fucking heart issues in the in the family. So like, anyways. But like the other one was she was like. She was like 27 years old. She was a school teacher. She was fucking healthy. She liked to go hiking. Like, heart attack, yeah. dead. Just yeah. blood clots, heart, explode, dead. Like, no, right. that's not fucking normal. That's not that fucking normal. And I want to tag something else in right now. Uh, this yeah. is maybe a little bit tangential, but I noticed there's two, the two concepts that are both permeating in the left and the right. And this fear, it's the fear of something you haven't seen. So on the right, it's all these chemicals in our food, right? So all these, like uh, recently the news was Skittles, right? Uh, about Skittles is titanium dioxide. So you have all the people on the right in an uproar about all these things you can't see, right? Like a virus almost. And uh, really small things that are harmful or deadly to your body. And you have people on the left worried about something really small, Really, something you can't see, and it's really harmful or perhaps deadly to your body. But I, I found it odd the way the, the propaganda is working. It's whether you're on the left or the right, they've found a way to uh, create these invisible, whether they're real or not, doesn't matter, these invisible entities to just keep fear in people, like the, the, the deadly things in your food you're eating. It's the Skittles. It's the bread. It's the vegetables. It's like... And it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but... That's the whole fear. So, like, the thing about that is you eat your food, you, your preconceived thought before you eat it is, like, even if it's healthy, like, oh, maybe this isn't healthy. So you're, like, 
charged with all these different emotions that the government's giving to you, whether you. Yeah. And that goes to another level too. It's like, so if we are like spiritual beings, like if we're talking about the existence of reality and things like that, they want us vibrating at these lower fucking frequencies. They want us afraid. They want us scared. They want us angry. They want us upset. They don't want us vibrating up here. They don't want us communicating with God with, you know what I mean? They don't want us like to have our heart ready. We're, we're love, you know, and compassion and all these things. And uh, yeah, man, that's a bigger psyop. And so like, like if we're talking about lizard people or the, you know, these fucking creatures that actually run this planet, I think like we had a conversation with David Icke and that was like basically what he was talking about is these lower vibrational beings are like feeding off of like, they want to keep you here at these low levels because they want to feed off of that energy. That's like Mm -hmm. what they consume, you know, things like that. And, um, and his like he was talking about like if we vibrate at these higher frequencies, if we vi- vibrate at the right frequency, that is the key to get out of this fucking whatever this is. And so like to me, I was having a conversation with another with another dude the other night, and we were talking about like the Christ consciousness. Like each and every single one of us has a piece of the divine. We have a piece of like Christ in us, whatever you want to call that, right? So I mean, the Muslims have their thing, the Buddhists have their thing, but if. Yeah. And if we are vibrating to that frequency, it's like a key. So that like to me was like, like God, like Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man goes to the father except through me. And so maybe it's not as um, like, it's just Jesus. It's like, maybe Jesus is a frequency. Maybe that is what we're talking about. Like this high frequency, we're loving, we're caring, we're like, we're compassionate about people. That is Jesus. That's at peace. That is like, if we vibrate at that frequency, that's how we get the fuck out of here, out of this prison planet. If you want to like, look at it in a Gnostic way. Yeah. I, I don't that. know. That's beautiful. That is a beautiful, I love the Gnostic uh, approach to a lot of things because it's refreshing. First of all, <laughs> especially uh, coming from Utah County. So I love that Gnostic view, man. Yeah, and just to bring it back down to another level, too, it's just where blood is in your brain. Like, if you're in a perpetual state of fear, you can't think in a rational way, and you become easy to control. And it's like the same yeah, thing with that's that's true. The language. It's multifaceted attack. Yeah, absolutely. If you're afraid and you're frightened, if you're angry, you're easy to control, dude, because you're just like – you are, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you're just, you're going to react. You're very fucking reactive. And so they know exactly what to do next. They're like, okay, now we're doing this. It's like that fucking meme, the Dr. Evil. Okay. Send out the fucking monkey pox. You know, it's, it's that shit, dude. And they dude. just get us to react. We're like, Oh my God. Oh, the monkey boxings. Don't even get me started on that. Just how they transition from a bat to a monkey. Like the whole flying monkey concept too, is the way we've been programmed. Like this is a, this is a disease and it's a they've already brainwashed us with the bat now it's a monkey and now we got the flying bat monkey thing going on it's so deep in some ways i think we don't even understand it what's a flying bat monkey i've not even heard of well like a flying monkey would be like a a monkey with wings right so a monkey with wings you could put a bird's wings but i imagine it with bat wings no but is there like a is there something going on with the flying like what's well, it's a no. disease, right? So but the yeah. way it spreads, yeah. right? Like, so it's, yeah. it's a flying monkey. It's spreading all over the world, right? Oh, okay. okay. It reminds um, me of the Wizard of Oz, too. I'm thinking yeah, about the exactly. fucking witch and her fucking flying monkeys. So we yeah. had bats earlier. With but really, you're only yeah, getting yeah. it through cornhole, and so. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't, it, but the way the news propagated, it was at first like, it's in Berlin. It's here. It's this. Um, like all right well maybe it's only people that are butt fucking like i saw this i saw a fucking article today and it was like 
even straight men that occasionally have anal sex with men can get monkeypox. Oh, I was like, story? that's not a straight man. I don't, I don't dabble in anal sex. Just like, yeah. well, that guy's got a fat dumper. I'm going to fucking un unload a fucking load in that guy's ass. Like, you're not I straight if that. you butt fuck a dude. Yeah, the worst stories coming out from monkeypox are the where you hear about kids are getting it and you just have to yeah, ask well, yourself. And, like, yeah, you got to uh, ask yourself. Yeah. I hope, I hope that's a good, like, I hope there's a really good story behind however that happened because <laughs> so far the stories have been real straightforward about how this thing's been passed. And well, dude, that's the thing. It's well, one of them was a fucking infant, wasn't it? Like, I don't know. They're, I, yeah, they're, one of them was trying to normalize dude. it to where, like, they're trying to, it can be anybody, so everybody should get the vaccine. So that's dude, not, it was like, so fucked. Case, right? The way they described that, though, because I remember one article talking about it, it was like, yeah, so well, 98.99% of them are just dudes butt fucking each other, and so it's all gay guys getting it. Also, but there's these two kids that got it, and it was like, yeah. You guys aren't connecting the dots with that? You're not going like yeah. – you're not making the fucking leap? Like, hey, maybe this dude just butt-fucked a kid. Like, it's so <laughs> fucked up, dude. It's terrible. The way – I think it's all just generalized propaganda. Hey, I got to let my dog out. Uh, yep. You're good, man. Be right back. Is it cool? Is it? Okay. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll keep chatting. All right. So, Tony, no butt-fucking, buddy. You got to be careful with who you're having partners with. I thought that was the funniest thing was the Who had an article that, that said something like – uh, the who was just recommending that they were like talking to gay guys. They're like, Hey, could you guys just like calm it down a little bit? Can you guys limit your, your number of sexual partners? And so I like, I made a meme about that and there was like all these gay dudes like wrapped up and I put monkey pox all over them. And they were like, no, because <laughs> the gay guys, they're not limiting shit. They're like, no, dude, we're gonna have some big, sweet gaping parties. We're <laughs> in a sword I, fight tonight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone knows the risk and that's, People make their own choices, so I don't know. Well, dude, I mean, I, who did I tell this story to the other night? Were you on the podcast with me when I was talking about this? Like, I had a buddy. I think that well, maybe we were talking about this with Charlie Robinson. Uh, like, I had I, I had a good friend that was gay, and he was – I don't know if he was married. That was just his partner at the time, right? And so they lived in this fucking, like – this huge house and they had the upstairs and then this family had the downstairs. Right. And like the downstairs were these like uptight, like crazy conservative right-wing Christians. And like him and his, him and his partner would go to the bar and like basically get like 12 gay dudes and they would go upstairs and have these fucking crazy orgies. And so they were just like doing loud butt fucking dude. And I, I don't know if you heard – can you hear us when, when you didn't have your headphones on? No, I couldn't. Sorry. Okay. No worries, man. I was just talking about this story. So I had a buddy that was a, a really nice dude, had a really awesome partner, very gay. But uh, we were just talking about how gays can't keep it in their pants. So they're, they're like a committed couple. But even them – like so they lived in this giant fucking house in Portland. They lived the upstairs. And then there was these like – right-wing conservatives like real uptight sticking their asses that live downstairs and so they would go to the bar and like literally pick up 12 dudes like big old black guys and they would just take them up there and just have orgies dude and like dude it was just so funny the way he would describe like he was like yeah i just want to see this big old black cock fuck my boyfriend's ass and all these like horrible things and they would be like Ugh! like make these screaming horrible sounds and like just scare the shit out of their downstairs neighbor but anyways we were just talking about how the who was like asking gay men can you guys just like calm it down just a little bit can you guys yeah. tone it down not have so many fucking partners and gay guys are like no 
<laughs> trying to curb it. It's just two weeks. Just calm it down for two weeks to stop the spread of the monkeypox. Yeah, two weeks, right? Uh, a lockdown on sex. That's what the World Health Organization is that what you're saying? The World Health, mm -hmm. Health Organization suggested. Well, how mm -hmm. many people have, have monkeypox right now? Isn't it just like a couple? Of it's not it's like many, dude. Then. So it's so know. fucking goofy, and I think worldwide, two people have died. Like, and out of like the a huge amount of people, it's ridiculous, dude. But they're trying to say that this is now a fucking giant worldwide like crisis and pandemic and shit. I'm, uh, I'm it's just not going to work. It's not going to sell. It's. Uh, I'll send you a, a link right now. It's a, a. It's on my. I posted about it. But it's a. It's in a person with monkeypox and man have you seen people with it no i have not seen the oh, monkeypox oh, it's pretty it. fucking you're gonna see it pretty soon fuck god <laughs> you don't want it, it see this not, like when i saw i was like holy shit this ain't a joke oh it's, it's on his face oh yeah it's on his face it's on his oh, whole shit. body my dude um it is not a joke and the fact that anyone would play around with something like that is nuts. And it's so different than COVID. <laughs> like, right? like, <laughs> and then uh, Monkey Box uh, Day 11. <laughs> yeah. Day 11 is not good, my dude. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. I mean, it's fucked, dude. I mean, the way I'm thinking about it, too, is like, it's another attack on the gay community. I mean, the same way AIDS was weaponized. It was like, like Fauci did that to the gays in the fucking eighties, man. And then he fucking killed them with AZT. Like I told the story a few times. These are like, Nazis running the country. People forget. Yeah, they're Nazis, Nazis, man. It's a eugenics operation. They don't even like certain white people. It's so fucked up. Where like even amongst white people, like apparently there's muddled blood. And I don't. Even, I learned about this shit later in life. And you read a few books and even understand like in. The 1890s, they're talking about the different races of Europeans. Like there's a hierarchy amongst the uh, amongst the different groups. And you, I get it. Nobody likes Italians. The French <laughs> stink and they're stupid. Like I get it. The Dutch. The I'm Spanish, on board with the that. Irish. The Irish have yeah. been considered trash for a long time. So, and that's kind of where I'm from. Like I'm the Do potato trash of the whites. <laughs> Dude, the Irish were considered black people. They called you guys white yeah. N-words. Like, they yeah, were like, yeah, keep those fucking Irish. Like, once, what's his name? Uh, JFK won the fucking presidency. There was, like, literal, you can find them, like, newspaper articles say, hey, the white, the Irish are white now. Like, yeah. <laughs> the way they've, like, it's interesting how they've congregated individuals' identities to certain groups that they've deemed worthy. Like, the fact is, like, I think, uh, I mean, it's just crazy how everybody's willing to ascribe to identities the government like puts on a piece of paper like that. We, and I, I guess we're conditioned because we go to school and we fill in the little bubbles and they tell us that we're these things, right? And so it's hard. Those not questionnaires. To, what are you? Yeah. yeah what those, are you got to fill right? in the bubble. If that's a contract, my brother, and you commit to being that thing as soon as you fill in that bubble. And I, I always would screw around with it. I'm like, I'm black, I'm Asian, I'm Filipino, I'm fucking, I'm an Eskimo. Like I did, I would just, dude, especially on the SATs. One of the SATs I fucking did fantastic on, like whatever state testing they did me on. And then the next year I was like, this is bullshit. I don't give a fuck. So I just like kind of drew, I made pictures like, and like scribble all over the fucking things and turned it in. And they were like, 
what the fuck did you do? <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm too stoned for this. That was like my last one too. I ended up graduating high school with honors. I did pretty fucking well. Um, I have like a note actually. I was talking to my son about this. Like um, in third grade, they they were making you do all kinds of weird testing back in the nineties. And I, so I must've been, this was like nineties or early aughts. And I know that uh, what's his name was still president. Um, the one that like put a cigar fucking container in that girl's pussy. What's uh, Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton was president, and somewhere I still have the piece of paper like signed by the president because that was like in the ninety eighth percentile of like people for um, reading and writing comprehension. Uh, so oh, wow. like I had an advanced college uh, reading uh, reading and writing comprehension in third grade and i got like a sweet fucking piece of paper and i was stoked i was like the president signed this and i think it was just like you know it's like you know it's fucking printed or whatever i don't think he actually yeah, hand signed it but it was pretty cool that's awesome. yeah maybe he did that's cool the president uh clinton was i asked my parents this question because they're boomers right they're old as fuck i say who's your favorite president and uh they'll typically they'll say like a bush or like john f kennedy is usually what my mom will say but I, I always love asking. Do they like the Clintons? I mean, do um, they like? Uh, sorry, do they like? Uh, do they like Joe Biden? He's fucking Irish, man. Like, oh, I got no, buddies no. that are like, "Well, he's still Irish Catholic, so we gotta respect him a little bit." I'm like, no, do my you? parents. Do we though? Right now, they, I don't even know where they are. They gave up uh, politically, but for one, where they when I love asking them about the past, but they both like somehow like Bill Clinton. Even though he, didn't he was a likable dude, like yeah, I liked Bill Clinton. That? I loved Bill Clinton. I liked Al Gore when I was a kid because he was attached to Bill Clinton. But Hillary's a bitch. Yeah, he Hillary's such a cunt, dude. He disappeared so fast. Like once he wasn't president anymore, yeah, he bounced up. And Hillary, yeah, like Hillary took over that position. Like it was really weird. Well, She's an old bull dyke, dude. She wasn't fucking him anyways. Like, they maybe had a fucking test tube, baby. She never put that dick in her pussy. And she she was just there because they were going to fucking put him in. It's like, if you go back, like, when he was the governor of Arkansas and he did all the fucked up shit, like, he earned his spot for the presidency. Like, yeah, he was legend. fucking whacked people. He fucking killed a bunch of people. He was embezzling money. He was, like, fucking letting Squeeze cocaine, like, come in. Yeah. Like, like he played the game right. And so she attached herself to him. She knew that he had fucking connections. I don't know all the Clinton connections, but like, she, anyways, he had the fucking connections. And that's why she fucking jumped on ship, even though she wants to eat pussy. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, the weird part is like, okay, he's been. And she just should. <laughs> like, she has been in power in some capacity for so long that you forget, like, Bill Clinton was the press. Like, you almost in your mind put her as the president. Mm. Like that makes too much sense. What's so <laughs> funny is how much they hated her. Like even like that, that was her turn. And like, even though that like those fucking bloodlines and those families own the fucking presidency. And she really, I really think that she thought she was going to win, dude. Me too, and, and they fucking took that from her. She like, dude, and she disappeared for a minute. She went nuts and she was walking around the woods. And like, I, I've read something about like, cause she didn't, I don't even think she came out to give a fucking like a speech, like to say, delayed. yeah, it was delayed. Cause and I she heard she was brutal. fucking angry and hammered. Yeah, she was yeah. just like fucking furious. Cause that night, dude, I remember that fucking night because like I went to bed, I wasn't watching that shit. I was like, like Hillary Clinton's gonna fucking win. So what the fuck is you the point? Thought that? 
Oh, I hella thought hella, Hillary I Clinton knew, was going to win. I knew Trump was going to win in the bottom. Dude. Oh, my God. I told everybody. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and so then, I like, I broke while that shit was happening. Well, dude, I wasn't as fucking red-pilled as far as, like, I was, like, I was already a libertarian. I hated the government. Like, I was already, like, they, they fucking tell lies. But, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't a fucking conspiracy theorist yet. You know what I mean? I didn't understand, like, like the connections and all the shit that they do, all the all the manipulations. And so, yeah, like, I, I get it now. But, like, good God, man. Like, I laughed so fucking hard. I remember waking up, like, because I checked my phone when I went to take a piss in the middle of the night. They're like, Donald Trump won. I was like. What the fuck? <laughs> it was like really shocking. I was like, this motherfucker's gonna be our president. Because like, dude, I was working at this restaurant at the time, and like all the Mexicans, like we were all just joking. We we're like, El Presidente Trump, build the wall. And like they were just like joking around, and then the next day, no one was joking. <laughs> Everyone was like fucking solid, I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna fucking get deported. <laughs> dude, he's best four years of my life. <laughs> it was i mean and that's the whole thing is like donald trump played a big game and like theoretically like i dude i'm pro immigration as far as like i i do want vetting though like i don't think that we need people like cartel folks in here but like families that want to come here i'm a christian dude like i love jesus and i love people and i you know in, in the bible it fucking says hey take care of the widows take care of the fucking kids take care of you like i have no goddamn problem with you know the other thing is that like conservatives really should jump on that shit because guess what? Those folks that come in here, if you embrace them for half a minute, look at the Latino population. They're going right. Yeah. They're going hard right. Why? Because they don't fuck around with the gay shit. They don't fuck around with like tr turning their kids trans. They don't fuck around with all this other bullshit. You know what I mean? They are fucking, they're right wing conservatives. And like the only thing that makes them Democrats at all is because they're like, they're poor and they want some, they want a fucking handout. And so yeah. if you take these folks, if you embrace them and say, hey, we love you, hey, guess what? You're fucking, you guys are fucking conservative Christians too. You guys don't fuck around with the shit. Like if, yeah. if for one second the right took them in and embraced them, you'd have a huge fucking, not that I'm not right wing, but you know what I mean? They, they're yeah. stupid for not doing that. Yeah. And they we should be taking in these families. And here's, here's the way I like to think about it because most of uh, Mexico, South America, to some extent are Europeans, right? Colonized by some sense. And it's a lot of intermixing of uh, races throughout the past. So all I'm saying is a lot of Mexico is, you could perceive them as Mediterranean. Why don't we just rebrand like Mexico? Yeah, look at this nose, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm a beaner, but I've got some Anglo features. You know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. I just hey, bring in some big booty Latinas in here, dude, and breed them out. Like, they'll fucking get muddled. They'll turn white real quick. Like well, all the racists I, in there. You know, you want that sweet fat ass. Like, I just feel like you need to rebrand Mexico <laughs> to Spain, and then everybody's like, "Oh, Spain, Spain's great." Oh, yeah, but nobody looks at Spain like they're white. Nobody looks at fucking Spanish people. They're like, "Eh, I'm skeptical of you. You spicks. You're spicks too." Like, yeah, Spain's got a different reputation. I don't know, man. I see Mexico and Spain as like the same country sometimes. Man, I don't know why people even. And I understand Spain that, doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's all fucked up how people see things. Uh, dude, you'll never find people. someone more racist than Latinos, dude. Really? Like, they're racist as fuck. They hate black people. Like, I was having a conversation with some of my oh, family because we had a family reunion not that long ago. And some of our family, like, like one of them did a 23 and me, and they realized that we have some black in us. Like, obviously, everybody fucking yeah. does. Like, we're a fucking hodgepodge. And they're like, yeah, I don't identify with that part. 
I'm like, what the what? fuck are you talking about? Look at our big ass noses. What the fuck are you talking? We're fucking black, dude. We're Afro Latina. We're like, you know what I mean? And there was like, yeah. no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Look at this piece of paper. You're all soaked about like these other things. You're like, oh, I'm this. I'm this. I'm this. How about this big chunk right here? They're like, nah, I don't know about that part. I don't recognize. I don't know that. about that part. That's that's something else. I don't know about that. That's something else. That's they did a mistake on that one. You're like, shut the fuck up. I'm all for, uh, and here's the other thing about immigration in the South, too. Uh, The fact is, most of the problems that are driving immigration are caused, I think, by U.S. economic policies and U.S. actions. So, in drug prohibition. And in fact, if we just reoriented reoriented the way our money was spent, you'd see South America thrive. You'd see a lot of. We've never let them live their lives, we've fucked them over. Over yeah, and over again because we want to be able to run their governments. Yeah, we don't yeah. give a shit about people. We want to run their government. You're like, wait, Colombia has like this fucking like rare earth mineral. Oh wait, these people have like whatever the fuck this is. Like Venezuela has a bunch of gas. Like we need to be in charge of their fucking government. Yeah, and that's what we do. And so that's right. Dude, and it's fucked, man, because, like, I, you know, I'm not a socialist. I don't like socialism, but, like, I get when a country is like, hey, we're going to nationalize this and we're going to take care of each other. Like, Venezuela is like, we're going to we're going to nationalize our fucking gas industry and we're going to fucking sell our gas and we're going to take care of our people. Like, that sounds socialist, but it also is like, like, America has no goddamn business going over there and trying to take their oil. Like, shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. Like, yeah, we don't need our giant corporations in there. And it's fucked up. Let them do their fucking thing. Let their people benefit from the natural things that are in their fucking ground. Let them have their goddamn life, man. And and the whole thing, too, is like with communism, how we we fucking tell them, too, um, that, like, we don't want communism. Communism always fails. It's so fucking weak. But they've never even had a chance to even try it. Because every single fucking instance, we fucking undermined it. We fucking, like, done coups. We fucking installed people. We fucked it over. And so, like, I actually think that communism is economically foolish and that it will fucking fail on its own. Let it fucking fail on its own. Let people figure that out. Let them become, like some sort of pseudo fucking capitalists and take care of each other. You know what I mean? Instead of they muddy, they muddy the waters and they make people hate capitalism because then you install people like Augusta Pinochet in there and he starts like executing people and throwing people out of helicopters. And they're like, look, that's like to them, you can say like, oh, commie's not a person. You're like, well, that's my uncle. He just got fucking chunked out of a plane. That's my Tio. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just, it's really fucked up dog. And like, here's the other thing too. It's like, I was listening to this comedy. Com- sorry, I'll let you talk. I'm, I'm talking. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. I, I love it. Communism <laughs> is a great topic. But so, like, this one guy was trying to explain to me, and he's hard left. He's a fucking commie. I don't agree with him on almost anything. Like, some things we agree on, but 98% of things we don't fucking agree on. But what he was saying is, like, what made China more powerful, what made North Korea more powerful, what made uh, Cuba more powerful, and why those are the only countries that still exist today is because they didn't fuck around with any semblance of democracy. And even though communism is supposed to have a semblance of democracy, right? There's It's supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be a hierarchical, hierarchicalist society with no fucking, you know what I mean? There's gonna, it's supposed to be like a utopia where everybody rules each other. Like, communism is actually anti-state, supposedly, on paper, if you read their fucking what they believe in but it doesn't work out that way but what absolutely made it possible for those countries to exist and to fight western imperialism was that they didn't fuck around and they kept a dictator 
Mm. Right. And so they made it impossible because what do we fucking do? We'll like, we'll like, we'll infiltrate a, another country's government, like through a semblance of democracy. Like if you look at a country like fucking like what we did to uh, Ukraine, like sure. we put in a guy in 2014, we made that coup happen. And then we installed the new fucking guy. But North Korea doesn't fuck around like that. You do that. And you know what I mean? So that was actually like a fucking like they absolutely needed to do that. And that's why North Korea still exists, because they yeah. don't fuck around with this pretending to be a democracy bullshit. Absolutely. Yeah, they just are what they are. It's, it's the only way to survive the Western the West, because the West yeah. wants to use democracy that we believe in, that we don't believe in and go over there and fucking install a piece of shit. And I thought that that was a pretty fucking interesting observation. And I think he's fucking right. Yeah. yeah, We've weaponized democracy. Well, democracy is so easy to control right now. Like how easy it is to manipulate the masses. Yeah. It's like we've been data mined and I'm not saying like every single person can be manipulated, but most people can be manipulated enough yeah, they are always manipulated, I would say. Well, they're yeah. fucking genius at it. The CIA is great at like and then even when they don't like let's say that they 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 will fucking make it happen. Like look at fucking Haiti. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like look Absolutely. at fucking what happened in Iran. Like they they do this shit, dude. They literally they'll whip up. what happened in Egypt, right? The uh, the Arab Spring. Do you think Absolutely. that was natural? Do you think that happened like organically? Thank Fuck God. no. Sorry, I got an alarm on my stupid phone. No, it's interesting. Like, growing up, like maybe like 20, 30 years ago, everyone hated socialism. And now, probably about 20% of people, 30% of people are socialists. And I don't think from either time period, people really even understand what it is. It was just this emotion attached to it. It's like, because if you actually, like, if the people who hated it actually understood it, they would be able to show what it was in a way that the propaganda wouldn't work but they weren't able to do that. Well, the, also, Tony, it's like the way that they made the opposition. So it was capitalism versus communism. And so you're watching like our piece of shit government fuck everything up and we're the capitalists. And so like you can absolutely make a case why our government sucks and have been fucking everything up. So like they keep you in this like Coke or Pepsi. They keep you in this red and blue, this kind of like, it's a duality, right? And so then if you fuck up capitalism, you fuck up what you were, which is not capitalism. It's, it's, it's like fucking cronyism. It's actual fascism. It's literal fucking like economic fascism is what we have. And so like, of course it's right to oppose that. And so then all these folks go like, well, what is the opposition to this? And then they're like, well, if this fucking sucks so bad, I guess I'm a socialist. You know what I mean? Instead of like actual fucking freedom. Like the problem is the government. It's the government is the fucking problem because the socialist government sucks. And so does the capitalist government. It's fucking sucks dick too. Yeah. Yeah. When the government becomes uh, out, when it starts acting outside of the people's will and uh, there's no way for the people to regulate the government. Like for example, our government gave 40, I don't know how much ever money to Ukraine, but nobody, no real yeah. citizen okay that, right? Like, when did they ask me if I was okay yeah. with them sending how many billions? Like, it's yeah. some absurd number. So already yeah. we we're starting to see the government acting without our will on certain things. And then once people become fed up with that, you'll really, I think, see uh, some action take place. But until then, I, it's frustrating because nothing bothers me more than the fact that we're sending money to Ukraine 
and when we have a place called Skid Row. Yeah. I yeah. that that to me is so obnoxious that we're sending people money to kill people while we have uh, individuals who actually really need help. And I don't know exactly how to help them, but I think billions of dollars might help them. <laughs> or help my yeah, something to solve this like, issue. You know, the biggest and best way to do that is to cut regulation, dude. Because, like, look at Mexico right now. Like, I've, I've gone through Mexico, and what I think is fucking neat is you know how those people survived? You're not going to see – I mean, th- of course, there's homeless people in Mexico, like 100%. But there's also folks that, like, take care of each other in Mexico and are able to take care of each other in Mexico because, like, I'm walking down the street – and like I'm in like I'm in the barrio, you know what I mean? I'm talking to like in ghetto fucking parts of Mexico that like you know, aren't pretty, aren't safe. But I'm walking through there, and guess what? There's little kids that come up to me. You want to buy some chicle? Yeah. You want to buy some fucking? You want to you want to buy some elote? You want to buy some tacos? Like, hey, here's my house right here on the corner. Every single fucking house had a fucking like a refrigerator, and they were fucking selling like haritos. Uh, they were selling coke. They were selling like and they were selling food out of their house, like. You can't do that here. So, like, you can't even make an honest living. So, like, like they fucking will they'll come over and roll your lemonade stand. You know what I mean? Like, a little girl starting a lemonade stand. They're like, you got a license for that, bitch? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, man, you fuck you. Like, what are you even doing right now, you piece of shit? Like, but, uh, fuck you, red coat. <laughs> you can do it. You just have to be smart in how you do it. And that's, like, ultimately the thing that we all have to do. But that's really the thing, is- Tony. It's like, that's what would save this country. I mean, not save it all the way, but it would help a hell of a lot is if we cut out the fucking regulation, the red fucking tape. And I'm green. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to go and eat menudo out of this lady's house, I'm taking a risk. I don't know what the fuck she put in there. Like it could, but you know what? I'm a grown adult. I'm allowed to fucking do that. We say my body, my choice. Let me eat that fucking garbage menudo right now because I bet it fucking is banging. I bet it's bussing. No cap. Yeah, I want to eat that fucking menudo. Like, fuck you. This is my body, my choice. I want to eat that shit. She wants to sell it to me. I want to eat it. So fuck you. Step back, bitch. Like, let people be entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? Let's let, we're capitalists. Let's let capitalism reign. Let's do this shit. Free fucking market. Yeah, they, they want the market to be the internet, though. So the, the problem is they don't want the market to be your doorstep, actually. They just want it to be your web page. <laughs> the fact that you could possibly interact with someone person to person. They get to automatically take out those taxes. They can shut off the fucking transaction if they want to. They can cut your bank account out if you yeah. said some no-no words. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, want, they want the marketplace to be online 100%. And so... We're like right now it it is the wild west where like we're allowed to do this podcast, but eventually they'll be like, oh, that's a no now. Oh, this is a big fucking yeah. There's going to be a ding on our credit score. Yeah, (laughs) our social credit score. We're going to try, and I hope the American never becomes that. But I can eventually see where uh, we're going to have a. We'll have fun in the gulag too. It'll be all right. We'll be in our FEMA. What are those? Those FEMA fucking uh, residency zones and shit. We'll have fun. Well, I think that you just got to build up the counter economy too. And like, cause like, if yeah, that's what gonna I'm be about. like they're going to do what they're going to do. And we it have shouldn't no have fucking to be point. a counter economy is what I'm saying. But yes, I mean, that is this flag behind me. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, that's what we're all about. We're agorists. We want to see the counter economy. Right. I, that's what I think is going to save people when shit hits the fan, like get to like, know your fucking neighbor. Like this guy has chickens. 
This guy fucking grows veggies. This guy has cows. This guy does whatever. This guy fucking like grows tobacco or whatever. Or fucking like or you know, get to know your fucking neighbors. You know who they are. Interpersonal skills. Because I'll, I'll be honest, you know they brought down the twin towers. I think they're gonna bring down the internet, and it's weird for people to think about like a demolition in a, in a in a weird sense where like, oh no, everything's gone. Yeah, everything's gone, Bubba. Do, well, you know the thing that nobody talks about was what Elon Musk said when he was talking about like, because everyone's like, "Wow, he loves freedom of speech. He's so red pilled," you know, and like then in coded context, he was saying like, "Yeah, well, I mean, the Americans believe in freedom of speech. Like that's what the laws say. But it, you know, if the laws change, then you know." So he was like, he was opening that up, saying that like, you know, if the government told me that I couldn't do free speech, well, then we wouldn't do free speech. Then also, he was saying things like the robot. Part of yeah, he's a fucking robot, and he was also saying like part of your free speech needs to be. He said something about like um, people being identified. So like basically, what he was saying is like if you want to be able to talk free, you need to be able to do it like with your identity. So it, like I think that's going to be the big tie. When I think there's going to be an internet 2.0, I think there's going to be a giant i911. I think they're going to crash this thing. They're going to rebuild it, but you're going to have to like type in your fucking social security number to fucking like sign on online. And then it's going to be you and every single thing you do is going to be log tracked more than it is now. And it's going to ding you for shit. And it's yeah, a hundred percent. It's going to be the social credit shit. So, okay. So what's the other alternative between like that and just basically not knowing whether someone's real or not? I feel like the reality is like, we got to live, we have to figure out who is AI, who's a robot and ignore them. Because if we're interacting with robots, then we're just being manipulated. But then it's also like we're controlled if we have this ID set. Like there's not a good there's not a good way out of this. Well, I think that's why they want to. So when people talk about the Great Reset, I think we haven't seen it yet. I think there's two ways of looking at it. Like the Great Reset's a long con where they do a lot of slow things, slow things, slow things. I think do, the how much? Oh, sorry. Go. No, go ahead. What's your question? Oh, I mean, I was just going to fucking ask you if you knew anything about, like, are you, like, how familiar are you with the Fabian Society? Like the wolf in sheep's clothing? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. their, their whole, but, like, their other fucking logo, which they don't show very often anymore, you can look it up, is mm-hmm. a tortoise. Oh, and cool. they, and okay. it was about being slow and steady wins the race. Their, like, their fucking mantra was, like, for the time to strike, we wait. But when we strike, we strike hard. Wow. And that was their whole thing because they were literal fucking communists. They were actual, like, the people that, were, like, started the Fabian Society. They are like, yeah, Karl Marx is fucking awesome. He's totally right. But we think that he is fucking doing this too fast. We think all these revolutions are ugly. We actually think that we can get to a fucking communist, like, one world united fucking society government. If we just do this slow and steady, that's the whole like turning the fucking fire on slow I mean, and low and letting us cook. And so these are the same people like the Fabian Society was were the ones that started the Club of Rome. They're the ones that started the World Economic Forum. They're the ones that started like all of these different things. Like if you go back, because I was always looking for like, how are all these things connect, connected? They're all connected to the Fabian Society. So like when they yeah. were saying something like hey, the Canadian government has, like when Klaus Schwab was talking about, hey, we have all these young fucking leaders that we've trained and they're in the Canada's parliament. What he was really saying is like, I've got a fuck ton of Fabian socialists in the Canadian government and they're ready to fucking strike when I tell them to. We're just going to yeah. slowly cook this fucking egg. You Absolutely. know, and it's and wild, it's, dog. It's a, it's a, 
parallel that reminds me of a parallel thought that uh, arised from Japan. It's called the Hundred Year Plan. I don't know if you're familiar with it, where the elite in Japan formulate things and concepts of a hundred years. So to China all, too, dude. They've got yeah. uh, you know, Elon Goddamn Musk. Uh, Tesla has a 500-year plan. That's fucking yeah, wild. Some, Who has a fucking 500-year plan? Tesla does. Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> it's an imagination beyond yourself. It's a it's a high-level thing because uh, it's anticipatory of life beyond yourself. And well, I think it requires a group of people to really create something like that. Yeah, I think it's just even just as an exercise, it's a really good idea to have. Like going back to the Fabian Society. I mean, what they're doing is working, and I feel like we ought to... Yeah, they're I killing don't... it, dude. Well, but, but I think that we ought to, like, instead of, like, getting, like, like going back to, like, don't be in a place of reaction, but be like, okay, like, what are you doing? And let's try to figure out how to take your tactics and refit them. Like, we can use this to bring about, like, Ari Gorst reality. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it's not going to all translate because, obviously, they're trying to centralize power. We're trying to decentralize power. But it's just like, okay, so how does this work out? Like, they, they went yeah. into schools, right? Now, I'm not saying go into a school system. So but about, you take know, your kids know. out of those schools. Yeah, and see, that's that's the biggest thing is that we need to take our fucking kids away from the television. Don't let them watch Disney. Don't let them watch all this fucking horse shit that they're putting on fucking television. Don't let them watch these tranny fucking, like, weird, what all this bullshit it's an attack on our sovereignty, sovereign, sovereignty. It's an attack on our fucking human, like self, our soul, our body, our mind. Like, yeah, man. And see, the biggest problem I think too, is that like, again, I'm going to say right wingers, but I just mean people that believe in like hierarchy. I be people that believe in like structure and self and like self, uh, self responsibility, things like that. So like those type of folks, the problem is that we're all fucking like, we're all snowflakes. And I love that about right. us. Like we're all fucking like, we're all independent and we're all just like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, individualists, we're all hardcore individualists and it's great, yeah. but it's really hard to get us all to work in unison because we yeah. like, that's collectivist shit. But dude, we need to learn to work with each other, trust each other. And we have to learn to like spot the feds and kick them the fuck out. And yeah, we need to true. really just like take, like we need to make fucking plans. We like Tony, like, like exactly what you said, like they took over the schooling system. And so they've been indoctrinating our kids for this longest time. So like, Either we start our own schools, which is a great idea if we could, but the first thing we can do is like take your fucking kid out of there. Yeah. Get your kid out of there now. Like government indoctr indoctrination camps. We don't and need it, them in there. It disrupts the, the tax funding too. So like uh, maybe some school districts rely on uh, certain revenue depending upon how many pupils are in the classroom. So if you choose to take your kid out of that classroom, that school might receive less funding and therefore... And if your kid is a problem child, every single one of those kids that are on meds, they get extra funding for each one of those kids. Why do you think they're pushing those meds on those kids? Oh, the, one of my favorite things to talk about is uh, when I was growing up, the special education classroom in my K through six. So I'm talking young in the 90s when I'm a kid. Uh, there was one classroom uh, designated for individuals with disabilities, so to speak. And that was it. And um, now when... And my recent experience was when I was uh, had the opportunity to uh, teach at elementary school. If you could imagine this, but there were 60 kids in an elementary school considered disabled. 
Yeah. And, uh, in other words, in special education, so 60 kids. So before, I mean, think about this, like 60 kids, that's two full classrooms of uh, kids with disabilities. When I was growing up, it was like a small bus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a short bus and there'd be one kid in class that like was fucking over there eating paste and jerking off in the corner and everyone's like, well, that's just Johnny. This is Well, how many of those kids have done nothing with their lives because they think that they're just something's wrong with them? They think they're dumb because that's what they were told in school and that's how they identify Mm -hmm. and they just took on that identity. And it's a literal fucking curse, right? Well, dude, that's what happened to my friend. I I had a friend and uh, like from the time, like from probably like kindergarten to fucking fourth grade, they told him he was retarded. Because they would, they would, they would tell him shit, and like he would take things too literally. Maybe he's autistic. They would like give him a piece of, they would give him like a coloring paper, and they'd say, "Draw, draw inside the lines. Stay inside the lines." So like his fucking autistic ass, he's like, "Draw inside the lines." So he was like drawing, like putting crayon like on the lines, like inside of the lines and shit. And they're like, uh, "You're a fucking retard," <laughs> you know, and shit. And then his dad was like, "These schools are fucked up." Like, fuck this. So he, like, he started, like, teaching his kid. Like, he's, like, every single day after work, he goes, I'm working with you. That's what we're doing. And, dude, my fucking friend, he's probably got, like, 145 IQ. He's fucking, he's, like, he's brilliant. He's a smart fucking guy. He was not a retard. The schools wanted to make him think he was a retard. He just understood language better than they did, and that's the problem. He was smarter than the teacher. How many fucking kids are smarter than the teacher? Way too many. Because think about this. Who does well in school? Fucking faggots that do what the teacher says. That sit there, raise their fucking hand. They do so well in school. They love fucking school so goddamn much. They're like, I want to be a teacher. I never want to leave school. I'm sorry. I know that you're a teacher. But (laughs) those are the things. Yeah, but I mean, those are the type of folks that are like, they did so well in that fucking system. They're like, I just want to stay here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because you're rewarded for being uh very uh you're conditional right so in fact i was i love sharing this story i was uh supposed to be in special education in fifth grade right uh then my parents uh had to go to the the teacher and the teacher came and the the teacher told my parents hey your kid's acting out i think he has today it'd be called emotional disturbance he's disruptive might have adhd and uh, unfortunately for the teacher, my, my parents had a PhD and a, a JD, which was a lot more than my teacher had. And uh, they told the teacher, hey, you're a fucking idiot. A kid. <laughs> good. You had good parents. <laughs> I, I didn't have good parents, but at some point I was labeled. That part. Disabled. And then the reason I, I, I was I was a class clown. And so I figured out at that point I was fucked. And unless I learned how to fit into the system, uh, I wasn't going to benefit. So it was a big transition for me as someone who like, I was like one of those people who I, I got a, I graduated college summa cum laude. So that's uh 3.91. I got the medal over there. It means Good for you, brother. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew, fuck yeah. I understood the system, but I, and then I, I learned to resent it. Uh, and I understand hundred percent what you're saying. Cause it does condition you. And as someone who uh, I call it, I bent the knee, right? I bent the knee to the system to. Uh, 
It's smart to do that though, dude. Sometimes like, I think that that's the smarter thing to do. Cause like I was those, I'm one of these assholes. I mean, I was born to be a fucking libertarian. I'm an, like an anarchist asshole autist. And like, I was just like, what do you call that? Man? I'm, I was like, I was born a contrarian. Like you were going to fucking tell me this. I was like, no, fuck you. And that was just me. That's just always how I was. I remember in third grade, like when they kept trying to make me do the pledge of allegiance at, at some point I was just like, wait, what are the words I'm saying? I don't like this is bullshit. And I started refusing to do the pledge of allegiance and they started getting so, I was at a Christian school. And so like, they were so fucking angry at me. They thought I was demon possessed because I wouldn't pledge allegiance to the state. I'm like, Hey Christians, that's called fucking idolatry. I should be pledging allegiance to Jesus. What the fuck are we doing with stars and stripes? You fucking idolatrous piece of shit. Like go smash the goddamn golden calf. You motherfucker. When, I think people like me and you, we really rebelled against the system, and they used to hit people like me and you. I don't know what uh-huh. that's called. They used to give us the paddle. Yeah, well, I needed it, I guess, man. I was, I was, I was a piece of shit, dude. I was so mean yeah. to my teachers. I would, look, I would like look at them. I would read them, and I'd be like, "What's their weak spot?" And I would start pointing oh. shit out. And I, like, I was that, I was that fucking kid. And I would do it with a smile and a straight face, and be. <laughs> you know, they just fucking hated me. But like I, nowadays, they would have called us, what do they call that? Um, something. Um, ODD. Uh, yeah, ODD. What is that? Um, ob- something um, defiance disorder. Yeah. 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 yeah 100%. It's like a funny thing, like to be defiant and to be. An and I'm like, no, give that kid a gold medal. This kid's a born yeah. leader. Like, if you have ODD, like, that's what they told my son. Because uh, he, like, I homeschooled him for the longest time. And he wanted to go in and meet new friends and shit. So I let him go there for a little bit. And he got kicked out because, you know, I mean, he's me. He's my mini me. And he Why would you and, listen to authority? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, what are we doing here? This doesn't make any fucking sense. And he would like, literally my son is, my son is smart and he, and he'll listen. He's not like an asshole. You just have to tell him why you have to give him a reason. Yeah. You have to be like, like, and it's the same thing when I tell him, because dude, I ruined him in, in a good way. I think I fucking made it good. I was like, Hey, question literally everything anybody ever fucking tells you your teacher me if i tell you something question like why why am i saying that like go through what it means like go through the whole entire thing and and he still does to this day and i you know i fucking regret it sometimes but it's good and it's and he's uh, i fucking love that about him and he's going to be a great fucking person and he's going to be a strong person because of it those those things you're talking about like uh instilling self-reliance and individualism uh, i think the left uh, are trying to demonize that characteristic. In fact, in Europe, they're they discourage best friends. Yeah, yeah, dude. In Germany, they outlawed homeschooling. Really? Yeah, you can't homeschool your kids in Germany. But yeah, like you said, there's no best friends. You can't have a best friend because that's a hierarchy, and it's going to make this other kid feel bad. So you can't have a best friend. Yeah, everybody's your friend. Like I, because I work. Uh, where I work at, there's a lot of there's a lot of youth and stuff, and like I see the people that are in charge of the kids, the way they talk to the kids, they're like, that was this big thing. They were like, okay, friends. They start talking to all the kids and start calling them all friends. Come on, friends. And I'm like, the teacher is not my fucking friend. Like you're not like I take the kid side every time I I see the kid like acting up or something, and that teacher's being a bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. Because I see the interpersonal thing. I see what she did and why, like, he was just trying to do his thing over here. And I get it, too, because she has to make all of them fucking listen and all of them come over here because they have a schedule and they have to follow the stupid curriculum. And that's the biggest fucking problem is that, like, this hierarchical kind of fucking – not hierarchy. I I don't have a problem with hierarchy. But I do have a problem with, like, 
everything being like unison and unified and like we have to teach one thing to everybody it's like no dude it's yeah the common core bullshit it's like every single person is a fucking individual we're all fucking different we all learn different we're all interested in different things like not everybody needs to know this do you know the only way to get an individualized education is to be disabled so like to get what you want what you just asked for your kid has to be disabled now because otherwise they receive the regurgitated core curriculum in fact in the only way in a public school system to receive an individualized education is to be disabled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and maybe some of those good parents. That what, what you were saying individualized. Everything is like one of those parents. It should be, but you can't do that with this huge, like it cannot be socially done, right? It cannot be done where well, the government has to pay for all this. Like the way that this works, well, it, it should it's be communities. It should be like communities that have community schools. Like our little, I have a little town of 8,000 people. We could figure out a way to teach the kids. We could teach the kids like in a different way that doesn't have to do with any of this fucking. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I love it. I think our, our, our system pisses away so many resources where if you were to look at it at the end of the day and like, oh, that's our military budget. What if we just put that to parks, recreation, public school systems, teachers? Have more like outdoor school. I don't need yeah. to know how to play a recorder. How yeah. many fucking oh. millions of dollars go to fucking recorders every year? And so oh. parents have to fucking sit there and listen to this. This is like this kid is never gonna. First of all, a recorder is not a real instrument. You're never gonna see that in an orchestra. You're never gonna hear that like make any fucking beautiful music. It's fucking bullshit. It's a faggot flute. It's not even a good flute. It's a faggot flute. That's first of all. Second of all, like nobody, like not everybody's like musically inclined. It's not gonna help everybody. Like quit wasting my goddamn time. Like if a kid shows like. Hey, he likes music. He like, Hey man, he can pick up on the notes. Like my son, I had him in some piano classes when he was little and he got annoyed by the structure of it. Cause he's a fucking, he's 80 HD. He doesn't want to fucking sit there and do it the right way. But he has a fucking, he has perfect pitch. He can hear a fucking song and he can go, he can go sit on the piano and go bim, 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 and he can do it himself. Like if there's a kid that is inclined like that, why don't you fucking teach him music? Take him over here and let him do that. Then you see this other kid over here that can't make sense of numbers, but maybe he can read and write fantastically. That was me. I'm not fucking great with numbers, but I loved reading. I was a voracious fucking reader. I loved writing. Like, I should have been doing that. You Don't fucking make me spend time fucking around on a fag flute. <laughs> yeah, you should have had your own individualized education. Yeah. And the school should have spent uh, a lot of resources on you as an individual but they do this like same thing with the planes, one size fits all. Like, let's make a seat mm-hmm. for everybody. And it doesn't work in education. It doesn't work like none of the seats on the plane are comfortable. You know what I mean? Education's not comfortable. It fucking sucks. It's the most boring bullshit ever. And it's just uh, rote memory. And then they actually encourage ADHD. Think about this you have uh, eventually you enter a system. Where every 45 minutes they tell you, oh, you were liking making that uh, sculpture, Johnny, in art class. Time to leave. You got to go to the next subject you hate. Uh, maybe let's call it. You heard the bell ring. It's time to yeah. get up and go. Time Clean up. Go. Stop what you're <laughs> thinking. Right? Yeah. And so, in other words, you know, encouraging ADHD and this, oh, I got to think something else. I got to be different. Um, but it's weird. This They're always trying to change the way you think and uh, condition your behavior. 
And yeah, yeah man, fuck. I, I'm so frustrated with the educational system in America because it's outdated and kids know it today because you go to, imagine this, you go to a teacher in the classroom and they're trying to talk to you about something. You're smart enough to Google. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 tell that kid they should be there. So let's talk about white pills, man. One white pill that I think that I've seen, at least in this, like, this recent, like, in the last 40 years, is watching the right wing, watching the Republicans, whatever the fuck they are, starting to get woke on the cops. They're like, wait, holy shit, red fucking red flag laws? Wait, these pieces of shit are actually going to take my fucking kids away? They're going to take my guns away? They're going to, like, if I do this, this, and this? Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't just fucking blindly back the blue. And then things like, well, Mm -hmm. we got to have public schools. I love schools, so the funding for this. And then, like, you saw people, like, over the pandemic, like, these people were, like, seeing what the education that their kids were getting they were like wait what the fuck and so like the literally the government was like you're not allowed to watch what we teach your kids you can't you can't be in the room you can't see what's going on and like and then like they're like wait you want to teach my kid how to suck dick and and have like anal sex like wait what like i thought you were just teaching them how to read and write what the fuck you guys doing like so to me those are some fucking red pills that i'm watching the right kind of get slightly get red pilled on the shit like oh maybe this like this fucking this government like overarchy like fucking bullshit isn't the right way to do it and like my problem with the right thing is that like they're going to fucking act great and they know what the fuck they're talking about and it's going to be great for like five minutes until they get their next like populist in and then they're going to be all behind it again so that's why i will never consider myself a right winger because like as soon as donald trump became president all their fucking everything that they stood for all their principles went right out the fucking window you know what i mean and so there, so we need some actual principled fucking people. Um, oh, that's why they're gonna introduce a robot like uh, Abraham Lincoln the third. They're like, oh, that guy's principled as, as fuck, he's, he's righteous, he's got a chip in his brain, he won't break the law. Uh, which, right, I to your point, uh, it was nice to see a lot of people understand that they should care about their local educational system, they should care about their mayors, they should care about their governors because. At the end of the day, a lot of people got fucked by their local government, rather by the by the federal government. And the reason that played out the way it did was because uh, the system hated Donald Trump so much that uh, they just allowed states to do what they wanted. But I believe if Hillary Clinton wasn't president during that time, she would have been oh lockdowns federally uh, and, and yeah, hundred percent, dude. But Donald you know what would have been good is we would have had a fucking resistance. Yeah, what Donald like Trump people did good, hated that bitch. Yeah, what Donald Trump did good, no matter what anybody said, he forced the situation to the states and he made it yeah. the state's issue. If Hillary Clinton would have got into office, it would have been a federal issue. And this is a great point a lot of people don't talk about when they bring up Donald Trump and who he is and all the things about him. This is often overlooked. Donald Trump made COVID a state issue. And I think that is way better than it being a federal issue. And he blessed every fucking American by doing that. And it is never talked about. Nobody's, I've never heard any other podcaster bring this up. He made COVID a state issue and he forced the left to make states' rights a thing, which before they were demonized because states' rights were often associated with slavery. So if I yeah. brought up states' <laughs> rights in college when I got a, my undergraduate in political science, I was quote unquote person on the right. Right. Yeah. And now yeah. Donald Trump invoked COVID, it became states' rights are a left thing. Oh, perfect. I love that. 
I love that uh, COVID made uh, the states gain more power. So whether Donald Trump was a good president or not, one of the best things he did was increase the power of the states during that time. And to your point, in full circle, increased people's attention to their local government, to their local school districts, and to the things they can actually control. Because I'll tell you, if Hillary Clinton was president, everything would have been federal. Everything would have been federal. Yeah, yeah. and the point about that, too, is that we would have no way of comparing who did what, because it would all be homogenous. Where right now, you can look at like South Dakota and you can look at California and be like, "Eh, it doesn't seem to be much of a difference really. And like nothing mattered, what no matter what we did. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can look at what North Dakota did as compared to South Dakota. North Dakota did it correctly. Wait, which one has uh, Christy Nome? I'm pretty sure that's North Dakota, right? Or is that South Dakota? Anyways, one of them fucking did great and one of them did terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I'm not I'm not one of those people that are like a deranged fucking I don't have Donald Trump syndrome or whatever the fucking call that. Like, I'll give him a pat on the back when he did something like he didn't start a new war. He didn't stop any wars. Pulled like he was out. still a piece of shit. And he was didn't fucking like he still fucking kept the bullshit going on in Yemen and like fucking murdering fucking little kids and starving him to death. But he didn't start a new war. So I'll fucking I'll give him that. And there was a few things on, you know, a few things that he did that were correct. But like when I think about if Hillary Clinton had had come to office, I think that we would have had like like Civil War II a hell of a lot sooner. I think that we. This, my problem with Donald Trump being the president is that he gave the right winger something. So the problem is like when he started like doing like the fucking um, the bump stock bans when he did he did something else too with fucking guns. He was like he signed on for red flag laws. He was like we take the guns first. Then we do the fucking, then we yeah. can check like that kind of shit. Like your three percenters, your fucking like your oath keepers, your fucking right wingers that have been like ready. I'm ready to fucking kill them. Like those guys, th- unfortunately they fell for the fucking like QAnon psyop where they were just like, well, we just got to trust the plan. Donald Trump is, has our best interest for us. Just wait. Cause he's going to put a uh, Hillary Clinton in Guantanamo, you know? And yeah. like that didn't happen. That was fucking bullshit. You should have fucking rose up right then and there and say, I don't give a fuck. Bump stocks are stupid. They don't really work very well, but you know what? Fuck you. You're not taking anything. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. You know? And, and if Hillary Clinton had done that, people would have been like, Fuck this bitch. I hate her. She's a fucking lizard. She fucks kids. She's a gross pig. Fuck her. We're rising up now. And the problem is like the right wing just like cucked. And so whenever you have a right winger, so that was my big problem with fucking Donald Trump. He just made it too easy for the right to just like bend over and fucking take it. Certainly. He has a lot of flaws. Most presidents do. Like he does, but he was just a right winger, like, and so I don't like any of them. Okay, I don't like Donald Trump. I think you get your president. Guess what? I don't like you, and I question you. I don't like any president. I don't like any. I don't like the next president. Here's my here's my point of view. I don't like you. You're a politician. Yeah. I'm here to check you, and if you, I'm here to call you a liar. That's my whole role. And uh, you know what I mean. Uh, whether it's every Trump, politician like, should be assumed to be full of shit. Yeah. The first thing that comes out of their mouth, you should, yeah, just go through it and be like, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It should be fucking. I don't trust any of them. Um, So, yeah, and uh, and just, Donald, whether it's Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, uh, fuck them both. You know what I mean? We got the Trump coming back. What do you think? Do I think he's coming back? Yeah. Um, If he does, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I think the world is going to. There's going to be something unexpected, and there's something I can't predict, and it's an easy prediction to say that, but 
I think they're going to try to uh, create a false flag with no enemy. So whether it's an asteroid they've attached a satellite to that crashes into Russia or aliens, yeah. I think there's something way bigger than whether Donald Trump will be the next president or not. I think we're going into a new phase where the great reset will be obvious. We're like, right now we're trying to, like, I still pay for cash. Um, you know, nothing's really changed in my life as far as where I live. There's no COVID checks. Masks are gone. I, you know what I mean? Nothing. The world is just like it was almost in 2019 as far as where I live in Utah. Um, you know what I see, man, which I think is unfortunate. I see this like manipulation of religious people and of and of uh, people that consider themselves atheists. They like if you listen to the world again, I need to slow down when I talk. If you look at the World Economic Forum, you look at um, who's the other one? Not um, is it NATO? I think it's NATO. They have like their own religious creed, and they're talking about this. Uh, th it, that seems crazy, right? But yeah, look, yeah, look yeah, into yeah. it about the Lucius Trust. Look into the Lucius Trust, and look into uh, yeah, they're the ones that started NATO, and uh, like they're talking about. I'll I'll try to find the documents because we we just talked to uh, we just talked to somebody about this. Um, I was going to say, oh yeah, Ryan Dean from uh, Dangerous Dangerous. Dangerous world. I was going to say dangerous history. I'm retarded. Uh, but like we were talking about this and we were talking about uh, the Lucius Trust and we were talking about like NATO and their fucking pseudo religious bullshit. They were talking about like a savior that's going to come back and they like and they call him like anyways, they have like some weird names for him and they do these like invocations and prayers talking about this thing that's coming back. And I don't know if it's going to be like Project Blue Beam sort of thing where they're going to like they're going to fake the second coming of Christ. They're going to like. Yeah, it could be Abraham Lincoln, dude. Like for real, I have no idea. It could be a hundred percent like cyborg Abraham Lincoln. But they're gonna they're gonna bring somebody, and they're gonna be like, "This is the Christ. This is gonna be the pre the peacemaker. He came for he came for the second coming." And they're gonna try to like unify like everyone and like these big giant like mega churches, all these big like foundations, and like all these people. They're all in line with it. Like they've yeah. all been in line with this. Like it's pretty universal. It's pretty creepy. It's like they're in line with Vatican too. Like they're line with a lot of like islamic churches and all these things they're going to try to make a one world religion and like from that like a one world government and yeah. I, it's pretty wild dude and, and they're, just, they're talking me, about it out in the open which is a scary thing it reminds me of the george carlin quote like uh when you're born in this world you're born into a, like uh, a circus or a sideshow and if you're born into america you get a front row ticket and it really does seem like when you talk about things like that, I I don't want to say I'm excited to see these things happen, but it sounds fucking cool. <laughs> it does sound cool. And you know, this the scariest part, though, is just how many fucking truthers are going to fall for it. Like, because yeah. I know like a bunch of the, and this is another thing that like Ryan Dean fucking like really bags on is the spirituality, the spiritual community, the ones that are really like, and I get that because like it gets woo woo and it gets like, Ooh. and these people think that this consciousness is coming and like, and I've been talking to folks like in the spiritual community that are actually excited about it. They think this is going to be a good thing. And I'm like, dog, this is not a good thing. When any of these people all agree on something, it's not a fucking good thing. It's not in our best interest. It's not here to help us out. Like, like I'm worried about it. I don't think yeah. it's a good thing. Like you said, like maybe let's pop some fucking organic popcorn and let's watch this like unfold. And I'll be like sitting here with my family. We've got enough food. I've got enough ammo. Fuck you. But yeah. it would yeah. be because here's the thing: I want to live during the most exciting time period of life. 
Dude, we're here. This is pretty yeah, exciting. Is I like it. Front row like, tickets, baby. You gotta love it. And I don't want to live in a time period where I can't not enjoy it. And there is this little, and this is the fear thing going on where I honestly think at the end of the day, there is, there's this weird, it's called the second coming. I call it, uh, there used to be this weird, I, I don't want to call it a curse, but the spell they had over the Christian dumb or the Christian belief of a second coming. So they always have people. They still do check, dispensationalism, right? but, dude. Like what that they whole fucking Zionism. They, they're ready for it. They're like, yeah. cause they're like, they, they're waiting for that fucking third temple to be built. They're like watching revelations. They're like, holy shit is happening. And they're going to like, these people, the architects of this are going to, are going to make it fit in that yeah. box. So then but, all the Christians would be like, Oh, I guess he is. That is Jesus. Certainly. And Jesus came back. Also, the, the scientific community wants to hijack this belief because whether it's true or not, there's this weird conditioning that's been placed over pe to people to make them always think the end is nigh, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so it was always the same coming. And now it's climate change. But, but before it was nuclear war. But there's always this the, the government and the powers that be, they'll never give away that card, by the way. So if you're ever in a time period where the government or the system of propaganda isn't telling you the end is nigh, you're in utopia, right? Because <laughs> they, they need that. They need you, whether you, whether no matter what, they'll ch if you're an atheist, it's climate change. If you're a Christian, it's the second coming. They, they want you to always believe the world is close to ending because that's how they operate everything so you might as well spend your money now yeah i agree yeah. with you man you know some things that i've been seeing though too which is pretty fantastic like i just read an article about that it was like there are some white pills that are starting to appear it's like so i guess like so the covid narrative is basically done they know like there's still some people that believe it because they're fucking idiots or there's people that pretend to believe it because like it wins them social points and if they fucking if they turned on it for one second, they would be ostracized from their fucking shitty fucking liberal progressive communities. But for the most part, for normal fucking people, the COVID narrative is done and over. And like, Absolutely. and I don't even think that the government, like, I don't even think the government is like pushing it hard anymore. They're still like, they'll still have like Fouch Dog or some fucking retard in a white coat go out there and say, everyone needs to get vaccinated. You know, that sort of thing. But like, Dude, what I thought was a giant fucking white pill was like there was a huge class action lawsuit like with all these doctors and nurses that like had to lose their fucking jobs and quit. And they were like, no, I'm not going to take your fucking jab. They just won, dude. They just won an eight hundred million dollar fucking case and they're going to get their jobs back. They're getting their fucking jobs back and they're getting a fucking pay. They're getting a payout. And like, like to me. It's yeah. And so if you don't, if you do not fucking bend the knee, if you say fuck you, if you yeah. stick by truth and you just like the truth will set you free. I'm, it's fucking it, like do not bend the knee. Do not fucking kiss these people's shoes. You're right. They won. It might right. it might suck in the in the short term. It's going to fucking suck. God damn it. I just lost my six figure job, you know, but like it's worth it. it. It's worth it, dude. It's worth it because you are going to – you get to keep your body integrity. You get to keep your fucking respect. You and – dude, yeah. Like, you it, said, personal that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all about that. And, I mean, I love how you brought it back to that. It is – and this is the whole issue to me with whether it's COVID or anything. It's personal sovereignty. You either own your body 
or you don't? It's a pretty simple question. Does the government own you? Do you like does your corp does the corporation own you? Um, I, I'm all about personal sovereignty. That's the end all be all question for me. It's like that's where everything starts. You either own yourself or you don't. Yeah, um, it's a tough thing to talk about too because. Uh, even full circle to the abortion uh, or Roe v. Wade conversation we brought in the beginning. Uh, how do you claim ownership over an, another body? Um, it's a weird thing when people, and I also like to bring this up about Roe v. Wade. I, I forgot to bring this up. Um, it's uh, if, if there were only two people left on earth, wouldn't everybody agree that that was a child in anybody's stomach? Like, <laughs> like if we just change the parameters really quick, and say there's only one person left on earth. Is that a kid? Oh, it is a kid. You know what I mean? The conversation ends pretty quickly. Uh, Dude, if I go down the road and I punch some lady in the gut and that baby dies, I'll get charged with murder. There you go. But at the same time, it's just a clump of cells. Could I use that as my defense? Like as my defense, like, Hey, abortion is codified in law. Like that's just a fucking, that's just a clump of cells. I've been told reliably told by the experts. I we trust the science. On a planet. It's a couple cells. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. How uh, they consider life on a planet a couple cells and uh, life in a person uh, non-existent. But uh, man, we've approached two hours, my guys. And yeah. I, I might have to go use the fucking restroom. Or uh, how long do you usually record for? Uh, uh, we've gone over, man. Time? Yeah, we usually long. try to keep it one fifteen, one thirty. So, but this was a good conversation, man. This was fun. Uh, Provo Kid, yeah, yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. I you want to give your plugs again? Just check me out, Provo Kid, on Instagram, uh, Provo Kid Podcast. That's about it, guys. Uh, I do sell merch on eBay. Um, I've actually sold out, I gotta update my, my merch section, but um, I'll be sending both of you merch. So, uh, that's something I do personally. If, if anybody's uh a podcast fan. I got to warn you ahead. I only do hoodies. So whether you live in Colorado, uh, Alaska, love Hawaii, or California, <laughs> wherever you're from, you're going to get a hoodie. So uh, I'll be sending you guys some merch pretty soon. Uh, just thank you for having me, and I, I really appreciate it. So uh, awesome. you guys are a blessing. Awesome. I think I Blessings, man. Yeah. yeah. Much Take love, care, man. Hey, and uh, if you guys um, also – are interested i'd uh, love to have you on my own podcast and uh we'll do something uh, another do this again absolutely uh, yeah. man anytime cheers brother take it easy right. nate have okay. a good time John. <laughs>